0: yo guys welcome back to a new episode of the trainer lounge we've got a stacked episode coming up for you with loads of topics such as the main series news and rumors a little bit of trivia and much much more we hope you enjoy the episode and have a great day peace yo what's going on it's Dash. we are back for another episode of the trainer lounge episode 26 Last episode, we had a special edition for Liverpool when me and T went to the Pokemon Go. Liverpool, Safari Zone, Wanzi went on the Sunday and we'll be hearing about that today. But today we've got Wanzi on and we've also got a special guest. Um, I mean, you you can introduce yourself so we know what you prefer to be known as. It's good, sir. Welcome on.
1: Uh, well, thank you. Yeah. Uh, hi, I'm Dave or Shrew, whichever one you prefer. I go by both. Um. I'm excited. Thanks for having me on.
0: This is this is fun times. No, not at all, man. We really appreciate it. We've had some guests let us down. And I don't even know who they are, so I'm I'm not taking blame for that. <laughs> oh
1: my God! Oh,
0: no, let's not let's no. not
2: start the drama already.
0: Joking. Um, <laughs> yo, yo, listen, we we called we called shots at um Fancy Charmander that the week before we come on. So it's all love, man. I, unless it, I, I really, I really don't care. Right, okay, <laughs> one, okay. I'm gonna need you to do the introduction round. You know the uh, get to know the best because as you know, I am fucked. So I'm gonna let you handle that because, um, yeah. Let's introduce, let's introduce yep. Shroom on the podcast our way, man.
2: No problem at all. Uh, yeah, this is gonna be fun. So, uh, hi Dave, how are you? Um,
1: well now I'm nervous. <laughs> i've just i've just heard that i'm going to be introduced quote your way and i'm, I'm you know excited and terrified of this um...
0: <laughs> because because it's onesie it's not too bad if it was me i'd, I'd probably make you sound to be like some uh, stripper who lives in birmingham who lives at mcdonald's and people that's how you know but that it's not me don't, don't, don't worry, tell them that about <laughs> me <laughs> that was my secret guys <laughs>
2: Yeah, I, I won't be too harsh on you. Um, All right. um unfortunately, as you can hear, uh isn't doing too hot. He's uh he's got a little bit of an illness. Uh it, it's not the nasty pandy illness, but uh you know it's it's, oh, one
0: no. it's, not, <laughs> it's not that it's not that I probably you. <laughs> don't already descended <laughs> into chaos. <laughs> I'll just let you go on before I talk shit.
2: <laughs> All right, so Thank you very much for coming on, Dave. I really appreciate it, mate. If you just want to uh, tell us a little bit about yourself,
1: oh, blindly. Well, um, I know it's a tough question. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, goodness, I've I've known you for a long time. I'm old ish. <laughs> um, uh, live in London. Enjoy playing uh, Pokemon and Dungeons and Dragons. It's it's a whole massive nerdy thing. Um, as of next week, I'm moving to. Hopefully sunny Brighton. Um, and I mostly spend a lot of my time making DD characters that I'm never gonna use and cleaning yeah. the house. It's a very exciting existence that I live, really. Um, this is the most exciting thing that's happened to me in I think three years.
2: <laughs> oh dear. I mean, uh, that from what you've told me in terms of like your your home life and stuff, that's absolutely not true. Uh, <laughs> you're a fucking badass and we Humble. appreciate you.
0: We like we like the humbleness, Yeah, I'm not uh, humble for shoot but fair play.
2: What Dave won't tell you is that he uh, he did once win the Pokemon Premier League, uh the draft league, oh! which was uh something pretty pretty decent. So he's, you know, he's, he's a he's a decent
0: champion.
1: Decent champion, 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 champion. <laughs> it was, champion. It was it was absolutely grand time that um Alex Alex knows he knows all about it, don't you? I think i beat you back then um but
2: I, I don't remember you know i'm
1: not sure i, I, th- Sorry, I, think, I think you do remember i think i beat you so badly you had to change your team name <laughs> oh i did as well you
2: did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was a fun season it was both me you and uh there was someone else going for the title at that time i ended <laughs> up finishing third because you managed to pip us all to the post yeah. Uh, that was really fun um but yeah that was back in like the 2016 youtube days how have you uh, have you been getting on with like content creation and youtube and stuff have you got anywhere that we can find you
1: uh yes uh absolutely at um youtube.com slash roomraver i believe um absolutely shameless plug but why not <laughs> Um... No, no,
0: we would have asked you anyway. Because <laughs> after this, I, after this, I need your links if that's okay, or send them to one. Oh yeah, or sure.
1: or Just... post them over. Um,
0: yeah, man, people will be able to find you. But yeah, go on, carry on. My bad. I mean,
1: it's 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 all become a little bit um a little bit fragmented since then. Um, up, uploads, uh, as and when really. Um, still do the, the the Pokemon stuff on occasion. It's it's wild how it changes. Like back when we were doing it in like 2016, and like that it was all about. Draft League competitive battling. Um
0: Absolutely, and, yeah.
1: And be- before that everyone was doing like sessions on Showdown and it just changes massively. Like now guys I don't I don't even know if draft leagues are even still happening anymore. Like barely anyway.
2: Well, yeah, they they are still happening. It, it's just a lot more difficult to do it on Wi-Fi uh, because um, obviously the game doesn't have a 60-minute timer anymore. So they're either on Showdown or they oh, use yeah. a bunch of random crap in order to make them work. I I'm I was actually in the, the UPBA this season um, <laughs> with a, a bunch of people like Kelly was back uh, oh, yeah. and a bunch of people like that. And I actually made it to playoffs in the season. Oh, sick. Uh, and then, unfortunately, because I got very unlucky, uh, I had to play the guy I beat final week to get into playoffs again for the first round of playoffs. Uh, and oh, I'd, already, no. I'd already shown my hand, so they they can't manage to counter team me and kind of crap all over me. But that's that's you know that that's a thing. Uh, draft leagues are still a thing. But uh, from from yourself, I, I I've seen that you've been doing uh, some you know, some actual Pokemon Let's Plays, uh, and I was following along with your, your D&D lock, which was actually quite an interesting concept. I actually really enjoyed it. So uh, tell us a bit about that.
1: Yeah, so I, I wanted to do Let's Plays for ages since before, like, starting YouTube, um, but I never had the equipment to do it, and now I sort of do. And I was, I was watching um, a channel associated with the OGs Cast, um, the High Rollers d d lock, or well, a couple of them, have their own little mini thing. And they did, uh, I think they were playing, they playing Emerald version. And they did this sort of mixture of Pokemon and Dungeons and Dragons where like, instead of normally when, you know, the rules of the Nuzlocke, of course, like normally when you put your Pokemon faints, it's dead forever. But they brought in like the death saving throws from D&D uh, because they were like, well, we don't want our Pokemon to not be allowed to use anymore because we like them. So we're going to effectively <laughs> cheat as legally as we can. Um, And I went, that's brilliant. Let's do that. Um, So, yeah, I started doing that. And just instead of having, like, one encounter for every route, just start with one Pokemon for each playable class in the game um, and run it through from there and have every encounter instead as, like, a banked death saving throw, uh, which I can sort of throw in whenever a Pokemon goes down. And it's it's been an experience. It's been very fun and also just devastating when, like, you get to the point where something goes down. You're like, it's okay. I can make death saving throws and bring them back, and then they just fail and they die. Anyway.
2: <laughs> oh, I've, I've got to say, I've been I've been following along with it, and it's it's so much fun to watch. Like, we, we don't normally do these sort of like super heavy plugs in in the podcast, but I'm I'm gonna reserve one for this D and D lock. It's definitely worth a watch if you've got a, you know sort of like half an hour sessions. You just you know give. A video or watch put it on in the background while you're doing something else it's just so much so much fun um it, it's just a really really good, really good oh. idea so oh. go ahead check it out oh. shroom raver on, on youtube
1: gonna make me blush gonna make me cry
2: hey <laughs> get to get it all out of your system now because we're gonna be going ham later
1: but yeah
0: don't, um, don't you two have an announcement sorry to interrupt
2: we have an announcement
0: yeah, you and Dave have an announcement. You said you didn't want me to announce it, but I'm going to announce it anyway. Sorry to shit on the story. Right, so everyone listening... Um, Shroom and Onze are both doing a dual playthrough, right? Where if a Pokemon faints, they have to take off an item of clothing. Okay, oh, and, <coughs> no, they already agreed, right? It's going to be a hardcore luck as well, so they can't use potions, anything like that. So, if you're viewing pleasure, that will be happening in June of 2020. Never. Okay. Yeah.
1: Get <laughs> out. Well, I was <laughs> gonna say it should happen in winter so that I can just wear all of my hoodies.
2: <laughs> just wear all of them. Take play, off. No play the system clone.
1: as much as you can with these things. Like oh, wear God, all yeah. of the hoodies and also like none of my Pokemon go down anyway because I'm far superior to the game to you. So. Ooh. Far yeah. being, yeah. being called out. Being called out. You are you are officially being called out. Oh, dear, I guess well, we're here have to we go!
0: You YouTubers are coming back for fuck's sake. YouTube <laughs> rivalries.
1: I mean, when yep. it's come when it's come to like sort of the, the draft league stuff, we we've, we've basically been <laughs> we've always been at kind of a similar level, and we've been in all the same leagues. We have, season. and it,
2: we were always ended up playing each other first week as well. Yeah, which exactly. Really interesting. Somehow. I don't know how mm-hmm. that happens.
1: We also, uh,
2: speaking of bringing back YouTube diss tracks, we actually did a bunch of like draft league (laughs) diss tracks on each other back in the day. (laughs) I'd forgotten about those. Yeah, they were. They were an experience.
1: (laughs) They they, they were were something. You were one of the only people who was ever like, yeah, I'll get involved and do one back at you. (laughs) (laughs) I I think like three people ever really did. There was you and then there was Steve-O who just blew me out of the water.
2: And then there was Pete as well, who who did a couple. <laughs>
0: now, onesie can, man, onesie can go on a beat. I know, I know this first time. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, man, obviously, welcome on, Shroom. All, all all jokes aside, it is a really good to have you on. It's actually good to finally speak to the person that I've known about for years, just never had a chance to speak to. Yeah, absolutely. So, you're right, right back at you. What's and time? finally,
2: one yeah. quick question just before we move on. We ask a, a random silly question to everyone just at the end of our guest segment. Oh. Uh, what is your favourite meal deal? What's your ideal meal deal from Tesco or Sainsbury's or...
0: Oh,
1: <laughs> now, this is interesting. This is interesting. I've, th- there was uh, One of my old jobs I used to work at, we sort of looked into this kind of thing. I was in a sort of research position. Um... And we we did the meal deals were kind of thing we looked into and the various pricing. It's amazing how, like, you pay us you pay a set amount for your meal deal, and the amount that you can make or lose if you just buy the absolute basics it actually ends up costing you like a pound fifty more than you would normally. Um, mm. But let's see. Um, I'll tend to go for the biggest sandwich possible. <coughs> like I think it's just getting your money's worth. So if there's like one of those big like triples or club sandwich thing or whatever, I'm just like, yes, that absolutely. Give me all of the food, um, <laughs> all all of that. The biggest bag of crisps, Doritos, come in the biggest bag. This is Calories, true. bag. Well, they yes. used to. Calories. They
2: used to come in the biggest bag. Now it's
1: those
2: uh, those Walkers Max things. They're, they're anti-fat
0: the biggest fat bags. bags.
1: Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The yeah, anti-fat
0: yeah. bugs. They're good though. Yeah.
1: The anti-fat bags. And so, so, sometimes I go for a basic. The salt and vinegar is the best flavour of your regular, you know, common or garden crisp. Um, no, nah, he's firing shots. He's actually firing shots. You just said salt and vinegar. Kirby ripped my throat out. Oh, no. What's he done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of the salt and vinegar. Um, yeah. And also... Do you know... What- actually, actually,
0: actually
1: I, have a <laughs> you. I have a question for both of you. Speaking of salt and vinegar crisps, right?
0: Oh. Do okay. do you
1: got do you guys remember when salt and vinegar crisps and cheese and onion crisps were in the different coloured bags?
0: Yes. No, because yes, that never yes. happened. Yes. Now that here's the happen.
1: thing: it that never happened. Happen. This is true. It never happened. But also, it absolutely, definitely did happen.
0: Oh no! Hold on! No hold on! It's French fries. It's French fries where it's different way around. That's the, way,
1: the thing. Right? Like loads of the other yeah. ones. Like the salt and vinegar was in the blue one, and the cheese and onion was in the green but I sw- it's one of those massive like mandela effect things i swear to god
0: was pikachu's ears guy. was pikachu's ears black or not that's, <laughs> that's the that other old one. pokemon the other one isn't it
2: that's exactly it you've heard, you've heard of the the mandela effect haven't you Gaz?
0: yeah what did Flubberdash always use profanity or did he not you know it's uh <laughs> it's uh... Nah, yeah, I'm of it. For, real. for real, though, for real. The only Mandela effect that got me, there was two that got me right. So the, the Pokemon one never did, because I've always been a fan mm. of Pokemon. I knew Pikachu's ears was never black. The two that got me, though, sorry to go off topic, but you brought it up, so I might as well, was the Star Wars one. I always thought it was, no, Luke, I am your father. Yeah. But it doesn't say that. It just goes, no, I am your father. Yeah, and then for the and then the forest gump one i always thought his life is but it's life was like a box of chocolates so uh there you go a little crazy, uh, sorry i don't know why the fuck we went on to that welcome to the uh, nostalgia hollywood <laughs> podcast um <right. laughs> I'll let YouTube what the we went, Oh, you yeah, we were talking about food deals, right? I love food. Let, let's go. What
1: were what you talking about? Your
2: Meal deals. So I'm gonna have to push you, push you, Dave. <laughs> what What would your go-to meal deal be?
1: The go-to one I used to get when I was when I was when I was at work at my old job was the um the turkey club sandwich, um, uh, c- cool original Doritos, and usually I would get orange juice. Ah, that you know was my what? go-to.
2: Of all of the meal deals I've ever heard of, that's not the one of the worst. That's you know, that that's acceptable. I'll let you have that. I've seen people Excellent. have like I've may- made like egg mayonnaise with like ready salted in a bottle of water. I'm like, get oh, out
0: oh, you only, absolute pe- cret- only people, yeah, like the king nappy has egg mayonnaise. Okay. That's oh, fun. here we go. <laughs> hey, that's, that's,
1: that's... You say people. People don't order that. Come on, that's not people. Yeah, yeah, King Nappy isn't people. Pre- pre-
0: the predators, predators, order Eggman <sighs> egg egg. I've said it. Don't come at me, right? And, and then you get people
1: who order like the the seafood ones, like the prawn cocktail. That's just, that's just terrorism.
0: I mean, in that in that case, I I do confirm to be a terrorist because I oh, like no. prawn cocktail. Oh, I, God. It's a, I, I'm all for it. Listen, I'm all for a bit of explosive action. Anyway, let's move on before we get cancelled. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> Cancelled
0: over prawn cocktail. <laughs> oh, no. Breaking news. Flobberdosh compares prawn cocktail to Taliban terrorists. Right. Uh,
2: what, what, what do we say every single week, guys? Your goal is to get Flobberdosh's over party trending on Twitter. True.
0: True. Th- th- this is a goal. This is a goal. It's brilliant exposure. It works for everyone. And uh, like I told you, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. But it just just to answer the question, because I like food as well. Mom would have to be, for real, a chicken mayonnaise wrap. Okay, I like wraps. Literally and, and figuratively, um, uh, it'd have to be, it would have to be probably them new KFC fucking crisps that they're doing. I can't think of the brand, but there's a, a brand out there that are doing oh, KFC that's the Walker's KFC. Max,
2: yeah, yes.
0: yeah, 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 yeah. One of them ones, and depends how I'm feeling, I'm feeling a bit frisky and naughty, a little one calorie monster, otherwise water. But so that's mine. What about you, Very ones? Fair.
2: Okay, m- mine's like. Mine doesn't really change much. I tend to Fanny!
0: Go... Sorry, go on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God.
2: Imagine listening to this out loud at work.
0: <laughs> uh, it'd be me. That gets people in trouble. Not you two. You two are yeah, okay. You, we
2: know it would be you, mate. <laughs> but we're, oh,
0: 20 we minute, we're 20 minutes in. I've mentioned predators, terrorists, <laughs> and now Fanny's. It, it's fucked. Oh, oh God. Right.
1: Okay.
0: So, so if my, any
1: of you my had my... those three on your bingo card... Uh, <laughs> I'm <laughs> the
2: dash is over bingo card. Oh, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> oh, okay. Dear. Right. So my my ideal meal deal is chicken, bacon, and lettuce for the sandwich with a bag of hot, spicy Walkers Max and either a bottle of. Uh, tropical and you know that tropical vitamin drink thing, it's actually really yeah, tasty, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or, or a bottle of vanilla Coke, depending on how I'm feeling, or Pepsi Max Cherry because we all know Pepsi is better than Coke.
1: Yeah, or, and, yeah, Coke I agree. Better than Coke, I agree
0: completely.
2: But yeah, that's uh. Yeah, that that's my my meal
0: deal. That uh, has been the introduction to Shroom. <laughs> i right literally... you, you've probably had arguably the most divisive introduction ever. Like, I'm so sorry to mention all of those things when we're introducing you. Um,
1: <laughs> oh no, I love it. It's... I love
0: it. By the yes. way, anyone that's listening, don't associate what I say with um with Shroom. He doesn't deserve it. I do. <laughs> please, please send the hate to me. I'm like a fiend for the energy. I just absorb it. But um. <laughs> Right, I'm going to take control of the next one. So, Shroom, anyway, if you want to follow Shroom and you want to check out all his stuff, which we definitely recommend, definitely check out below. Um, All of his stuff's going to be there. Um, Anything that Onesie vouches for, Onesie's a bit like me when it comes to content. We both like the same sort of thing. So, I haven't watched Shroom stuff yet, but I'm going to vouch for him anyway, because Onesie does, and uh, I believe Onesie over you, dickheads. Anyway, jokes. (laughs) Right, before we go into the topics, let's just say about how was everyone's week going. So, first room, what have you been up to this week, man? Anything? Um,
1: what have I been up to? Mostly packing, really.
0: Um, just packing up stuff, yeah. Yeah,
1: bagging back, up my life for the move. I've got uh, that downstairs is just devoid of anything other than boxes and bags of clothes. Um, I had an exciting time washing the uh, the decking outside with a power washer. That was fun. Um which and the thing is we've been, we've been in the house for four years and the house is much older than that um so the, the, the decking isn't particularly you know it's not holding together very well so i turned yeah. on the power washer um sprayed into a corner and half of the decking just exploded up Oh, wow. oh <laughs> so i had to try and fix it and i've just put it under the bins now to hide it
0: not bad not bad but it seems you're busy man you got some stuff coming on but that's always good New things, no. new uh-huh. things happening is always fun, exciting, nervous, but uh, new chapter oh. to your life. And may this boring. chapter be good for you, man. May this chapter be good for you. Much um, much. obviously, wishing for the best. Uh, that's the end of the podcast, everyone. Goodbye now, jokes. <laughs> right, ones, <Wans>, ones, <laughs> what, what, what have you been up to this week, ones?
2: Well, me personally, I've just been working a lot to be honest. Um, I've got a really busy couple of weeks coming up. Um, but th- this week's just been focused on working and getting some personal stuff done in my life. Might potentially be uh buying a, either an apartment or a house at some point, which is pretty exciting, Woo! but nice. it's probably not going to happen just yet because uh, well, money and the property old, market okay. is yeah. <laughs> The property market is garbage. Uh, Jai,
0: every- would you like to live in a room, a very small square room? Well, for 700 pound a fucking month, you could afford <laughs> it. Oh fuck Sorry. I had to get that out. It pisses me off. I fucking bro, hate how the bro, market market.
2: I work for an estate agent and I'm telling you, landlords are some of the worst fucking people you will ever meet in your entire life. They treat you like utter fucking garbage. Like, We've managed to be all right in terms of like profanity so far. It's the estate agents that piss me off and push me (laughs) over the edge, honestly. Like
0: (laughs) pedophiles, predators, (laughs) terrorists. (laughs) No, no, that don't annoy onesie, but (laughs) estate agents. Oh, that'll push the button
1: under his skin. That'll push the buttons.
0: could you imagine it? Could you imagine once he's at home, right, with the missus watching it and he sees a news report warning, blah blah. I'm not gonna go into detail before I literally get cancelled. Right. And he looks at he looks at all this terrible stuff and goes, Oh, you yeah. know. And then he sees estate agents raising prices. You fucking what? No, he just goes nuts. <laughs> he boots he boots his missus in the head, throws chairs left and right, yeah, he turns to the, whole- the table. Runs the Birmingham jewellery quarter, punches every person in the face that he sees. I could just just envision it. Sorry. Why why are you exposing what I did a month ago? Come on now. I'm sorry. sorry. (laughs) I have a problem, boys. I have a problem saving money, right? I like to save money, but then I go and do stupid things. So I had this conversation with myself the other day. I was like, you know what? I want to save money. So then what's the first thing I do when I get paid? I just go and buy a massive bouquet of flowers for my fiance. Why not? Fuck it. And, uh, you know so now I'm looking no, no. at that
2: hey, at least you do it for someone else it's not like you yeah, you're, you're not wasting gesture, it? yeah you're not wasting your money <laughs> on random crap you don't need
0: yeah but the problem is the flowers would die just like our relationship <laughs> 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 Oh. no, nah, I'm playing I'm listen, better be playing she's nah, a host
2: nah. on the podcast
0: I <laughs> <laughs> nah t- t- knows. Uh, I bought it for her and um her and annan They and they liked them a lot and she was very happy but literally the last time I bought a flower she fucking let them die man I was fuming I was like you bitch I robbed them off a grave absolutely <laughs> livid right <laughs> anyway uh,
1: he had to source them directly local organic produce zero carbon yeah. footprint
0: exactly Zero exactly you know taking out the taking out the note rest in peace dad i, I had to get rid of that before it was a bit sus oh, um right, <laughs> boys. Should,
2: boy, should we talk about some
0: pokemon before? I think, we should. I think i think we should i think we should right okay so i want to talk about this because this is the most ridiculous fucking thing in the world now there's a big community out there that like to watch uh rupaul's drag race nothing against it that's cool my brother does not my type of thing i do if you like i do it, as well Right, if one's he does weird, but that's I'm only joking. Boy. No, but uh, no, it, it's not my type of thing. But listen, when the judge of RuPaul's Drag Race decides, you know what? Let's do a Pokemon contest with people's pets. That's when, for me, that crosses the fucking line. So, for those, that, for those that don't know, there's a um the judge of RuPaul's Drag Race. Uh, has got a partnership now with Pokemon where they're doing a pet, uh, a pet fashion contest that's Pokemon themed where you dress up. This is what they put in the article where you dress up your quotation mark critters quotation mark as Pokemon and you send them in and they'll judge it. And all I can think about is out there, there's going to be a poor fucking Rottweiler that's just got some Stantlers attached to his head. He's just staring at the owner like you fucked it, mate. When you're asleep tonight. I'm ripping your fucking throat out. And this hurts my head. Why is this a thing? Why are we... Like, yo, what if the animals don't want it, man? Consent. Not, they're not consenting to this shit. What's your thoughts on this? This right. annoys me. I, I'm, I'm
2: going to start with this, and I'm going to start by saying, firstly, Michelle Visage, I fucking love you. Thank you so much for, for doing this. Uh, my, my views are not his views. <laughs> I'm fine. Okay. Come at me,
0: Michelle. Come at me. <laughs> God...
2: Now nah, I've, I've been watching Drag Race for at least a couple of years now. Uh, I, I just love it. Like I, I know you say it's not your thing, um, which you nah, know, nothing, fair
0: enough. No, nothing, nothing, nah, nothing against it. Nothing against it. It's caught, bro, it's got a massive fan base. They'd kill me. if They listen to this. I'm fucked. There'll be pitchforks outside the window. I'd be dead.
2: Now nah, I know it's not because you know. I, I it's it's very pro LGBT, and I know. Yeah,
0: man, I, I, love, that. Listen, I love that. That's not your yeah, issue. That's not your issue. I love that man. Listen, I, I I literally call you my partner all the time for a laugh, like. I'm so I'm so happy with my sexuality. I'm not I'm not self conscious. Do you know what I mean? I'm all for that. I'd happily go yeah. to a gay club and have a laugh. I love all that, man. Nothing against that. Anyone who listens to the podcast is in that community. Lots of love, chat. I, I I'm not the. T- I mean, I've got people in my family who are love very dear to me, and I've seen how they've experienced problems, and I'd never wish that on anyone. Do you know? Definitely is not that. Yeah, it's just. I just, just wanted uh, to
2: make that very clear because you it's know, like love-
0: it's like the BTS. Get me fucking cancelled too. Oh, I don't God. like I don't like BTS. They annoy the fuck out of me, but it's not because of the Korean or anything like that. I just don't like it. it just does my fucking head in But you know, it's um, it's just one of them things. But uh, it's it, again, it's not RuPaul that annoys me. It's dressing up our pets. Why the fuck are we doing this? The problem is, mate. People do
2: that anyway. So all they're doing is capitalising on the people that are going to do it anyway. And it's not like it's going to be something that's like super. You know, it's not like it's abusive to pets or anything like that. It's it's no. just there. You know I mean, I've I've got a pet bearded dragon and I've got like a little Mexican sombrero hat for, for him. <laughs>
0: I know.
2: I put it on him every. I've I've only put it on him once, and he just sat there with it on, just like looking at me like. Hey, this is kind of fun. Like it, it didn't he probably sat him in there. The
0: he probably sat there looking at you like all around me are familiar. Faces. <laughs> <laughs> one, oh, probably, Hi, oh. I'm Alex's bearded dragon. You're probably wondering how
1: I got
0: here. <laughs> <laughs> You're probably wondering how I got here. I just okay, Shroom. You jump in on this, man. How do you feel about this? I, I think I mean, this is gonna be a two-one, you
1: know. I've 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 never I've never actually seen the show, I've never seen RuPaul's Drag Race. Again, nothing against it. It's not my yeah, style yeah. of of TV show per se. Um with all the love in the world, as you said, to to the community, obviously of course. to to get more of this of this kind of stuff out there <laughs> is very important, obviously. Um dressing up animals, hmm. I mean, first and foremost, a bearded dragon in a Mexican sombrero is adorable and we should all have one. Um, (laughs) It's difficult, because as long as what you do isn't bothering your animal, your pet, in any way, shape, or form, then that's the most important thing. And if it isn't bothering you, you, it's fine. It's difficult to know whether it is or not. As Um, long as
2: people, like, sorry to cut in, but as long as, as you say, people are doing it you know, not to annoy the pets and they're mm. making sure that the pet's okay with it. It's not being bothered, upset, harmed or anything. Yes, yeah, there's the a there's a
1: difference. It. There's a difference between popping a little hat on on a bearded dragon and that bit from cats and dogs where they're dressing up Mr. Tinkles and all those um those really strange odd oh, costumes. A what a film. What, a, what film. a film. That's the name of our plan. Dark Cloud. Great. <laughs> Great line. Great line. <laughs>
2: I love that film so much.
1: <laughs> I need to leave you behind. Why? Because I hate you.
2: <laughs> yes.
1: Well, <laughs> I I, th- I think that's an
2: important distinction, though, to be honest, though. It's yeah. exactly as you say, mate. As long yeah. as it's not, you know, causing any now, harm, think- as long as the line ain't crossed, then.
0: Hmm. Okay, with this sunbury, right, all jokes are kind of cute, it's kind of funny, right? Okay, that's cool. Like, I doubt your fucking bearded dragon's going to sit there like, well, time to fucking jump on the rope tonight. But... <laughs> <laughs> Listen, everyone, listen, I've done this now for 26 fucking episodes. Anyone who does listen regularly, you know my humor. I don't want to hear bullshit about anything but this is my problem right this is my issue some people will take a cute little thing where they'll put like Umbreon ears on a dog and go oh look it's my Umbreon and that's fine your Labrador will love it absolutely fucking love it but some knobhead out there will take it too far and full on cosplay their cat and their cat's gonna be like trying to fucking get out of it like listen my cat my how, how cat
2: how does it go
0: how does it go Wooow, Wooow, like that that's what's that's what's gonna happen. My yeah, cat. You, my you sound cat like
1: right, an right now. He's metal guitar solo. <laughs>
0: decent, decent. I right, jump in the studio. We got this. Right, my, my cat is now looking at me. And I'm looking at him. <laughs> actually, no, I'm not Kirby. I'm actually not you little cute monster. But it's just I feel sorry because I watched an episode of um cats out cats out of hell. So before I got my kitten, I wanted to actually, you know, um, en- indulge myself in the community and know what I'm in for. And I saw an episode yeah. of an owner that was said, abuse. It wasn't she. It wasn't really. It wasn't really purpose, but she would constantly dress her cat up in costumes, constantly. And the cat was fucking miserable. But she called Galaxy Jackson, the cat expert, out because she said her cat's from hell. It's constantly attacking her. And he's like, well, what the fuck do you expect? You're dressing it up every day in moustaches and top hats and fucking dresses. And oh, man, I can just imagine it. Some poor animal out there just wants to eat his fucking whiskers Kit Kat, and some cunt's gonna come along and dress him like Sylvian, and he's gonna be livid. <laughs> <laughs> That's the
1: thing you gotta you gotta make sure it's not interfering with their lives in particular, such as they are, because obviously animals are not used to wearing. Clothes exactly, know, exactly shape or yeah. form, so yeah. If it's a little thing that isn't bothering them and you're just doing it for a photo and you're like, uh-huh, Look, I made my dog into a tyranitar by putting a small half of a monocle on it, sure, fine. Um, but yeah, I think you've got to be careful with sort of regularly dressing up your pets in elaborate costumes. It's it might be a bit far, it might be a bit far, yeah. But- bit, there
0: is a line, there is a line. It is what it is. My, my issue is I just know there will cause because there's cash prizes, there's actual cash prizes for this. And some people will not give a fuck about their pets um toleration to it. They they will do their best to make their cat literally look like fucking meow on two front legs. The cat's baffled. Just you know, looks looking at it. like my cat, right? He always looks at me all the time. Like when you're when you're asleep tonight, guys, I'm gonna slit your throat. And I look at him back up. I know, I know you are. I know you are. But all all I'm saying is, jokes aside, please, 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 make sure your animals are comfortable with it. If you're trying to grab your cat and you're trying to put something on your cat, but your cat's trying to get away, don't restrain your cat and don't put something on it. Because if I see a video of any of you cunts on Twitter trying to force your animal into a costume for Pokemon, I will kick your teeth down your throat feet literally i will literally kick your feet out your feet i'll kick your feet i'll kick your feet down your fucking throat right that's what we're all about
2: here at the trainer lounge
1: turn you inside
0: out inside out inside out i will grab your foot and shove it down your own throat right okay let's move on just
2: make one quick little comment on this as well uh it's not like michelle visage is like a a complete (laughs) randomer who they've brought in for no reason, she's legitimately a Pokemon fan, yeah. She's, she likes been, Pokemon, yeah. she's been involved in the you know the franchise because of her kids and stuff, and she's been very supportive of the you know the series for ages. So, if anyone from like RuPaul's Drag Race or anything like if anyone was gonna join up with Pokemon for this, it was gonna be Michelle. She, like, Did,
0: she didn't willed... she put a tweet out, didn't yeah, she she put... Put sorry, tweet sorry out. to interrupt, Jay. It was a uh, January, weren't it?
2: Uh, yeah, January the 22nd, saying, I want a Pokemon Diamond Pearl remake, nay, I demand it, like, back in, like, January of this year. So she's been, you know, and she's put a load of other stuff out, saying, oh, my favorite Pokemon's Lopany, I love normal types, I've played through Diamond and Pearl with my kids so many times. Like, she's she's cool, she's cool, we, we accept you, Michelle, you're awesome. Uh, uh, well,
0: <laughs> well, normal types are the best. What what while I accept you, Michelle, all I want to say is remember your favorite Pokemon is also the favorite Pokemon of a lot of 13-year-old virgins just saying. Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) let's uh let's (laughs) move on to the next topic. I've listened I've seen I've seen far too many pictures of Low Pony on my time (laughs) on the internet to uh go into detail with that. Um <laughs> sorry, sorry, Michelle. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> uh, oh man, I am fucked after this episode. I've pushed it. Oh my God. Right. Okay. Listen, listen, That. listen, I'm fucking this topic. I'm out the window, man. We're moving forward before I have to FBI knocking on my door. All right. <laughs> So, okay, listen, we're going to move on to the next topic. So I want to quickly talk about Sword and Shield. Yes, the game that came out in 2019, the game that everybody's played and completed, or if you haven't, you're probably not ever going to, the game which had the worst... Okay, so I want to, to get into this before I fucking kick off again. So Shroom, um, obviously, as we've not really spoken properly, my main thing in Pokemon is shiny hunting, right? I'm a shiny hunter. Right, but I, I, say, I say by trade, but my, my thing is literally shiny hunting. I've, I've shiny hunted nearly 400 Pokemon now um, over the last couple of years. I've, mm. You know, I've, I've got some really, really rare hunts. Um, currently trying to do the shiny Celebi in Gold, Silver and Crystal on the 3DS. But for everybody that's in the shiny community, we all know that Sword and Shield was one of the worst games for shinies. If you didn't like hatching eggs, you was not getting a fucking shiny. And if you didn't pay for DLC, you wasn't going to get a chance at Dynamax Adventure's shiny. But I'll ask this to you two. Did you two know about the KO method in Sword and Shield?
1: Yes, I, I heard, have heard of it. I've heard about this actually recently, but I don't yeah. know much of it.
0: <laughs> so I'll explain it. So what the method was, you had a in your in the pokedex you had an encounter number right so let's say you took out a Rookadee. that would count as one so the way it worked if you knocked out 500 Rookadees, you would have the maximum shiny yards for that pokemon which was one out of 500 now Data Minders found out that that one in 500 turned out to only be three percent of the time right So basically Mm -hmm. everybody thought the method was broke. So everybody thought every time you encounter a -a Rookity or a Pokemon, it would be 3% of an encounter that you would actually encounter... So I, I'm trying to work it out. So it would only be a 3% that you would encounter the odds of 1 in 500, right? So, so it, 3%
2: right. of the time, the odds would be 1 in 500. 97% yeah. yes, exactly, yeah. of the time, it would be, it would four be 1
0: in 4,000. Yeah, 1 right. in 4,000. So uh, unless you had the shiny charm, 1 in 2,000, whatever. So a lot of people thought this method was broken and, a lot of, and me included and all the shiny kings on fucking YouTube deducted that this method's broken. Well, in recent uh, in recent news, it turns out somebody spent months of their life, the poor souls, um, researching Sword and Shield and just um, messing about with a few things and just uh, investigating this method because they thought there was something more to it. So it turns out this 3% that Game Freak and Pokemon was referring to is actually brilliant Pokemon. So if you knock out 100 Pokemon, you have a chance of brilliant Pokemon spawning in, right? But it maximizes at 100. And the brilliant Pokemon are the Pokemon that have 3% of of the chance, right? So the brilliant Pokemon are the ones that have the one in 500 and fucking 12, I believe, to be a shiny. So we've only just found out now that the method is actually hunting for brilliant Pokemon after you knock out 500. So imagine finding this out after two years of the game fucking being out.
2: Jesus,
0: Mate. that is oh. not on. It's it's ridiculous. It's absolutely fucking ridiculous. So for months I, I did right a full ads. I, I, well, I pretty much was full ads. I did a shiny dusk hunting Pokemon Sword. That took me 1,200 encounters, which isn't too bad. Can, you know, some people have had fucking 4,000, but 1,200. Now I thought the odds were one in 500 because I knocked out 500 Pokemon, but it turns out what I should have been doing is hunting for brilliant duskools schools after I knocked out 500 dust schools, and that would have increased. That basically means every brilliant Pokemon would have had a one in 500 chance. But yeah, so we found out this. So we found out that Brilliant Pokemon uh, helped with Shiny Pokemon before Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl came out. What are the fucking odds of that happening?
2: I'm not going to lie, mate. Like, this is just absolutely fucked. That's just so... How has it taken? How how long has Sword and Shield been out for? Three or four or five years?
0: No, no, 2019. 2019,
2: so... Oh, two years. Two years, yeah. Jeez, that... It feels longer. <laughs> Damn you, COVID. Anyway, um, yeah, like, how the hell has it taken two years for people to work this out? Like, it, it should have been made very clear. What the
0: fuck is going on? So, that on the website, when a lot of people thought it was broke, they pull out a, a thing, and they made an article on Pokemon.com about shiny hunting, and they put an emphasis on brilliant Pokemon, but they never stay out said, brilliant Pokemon have an higher chance of being shiny. They never said that at all. They just said if you ch- if you kill a certain amount or uh, take out a certain amount of pokemon you have a better chance of brilliant pokemon spawning but a lot of the community had thought that a brilliant pokemon couldn't be shiny so they just disregarded this but it wasn't until this um it wasn't until this person went and you know studied it and found out well actually the 3% odds are actually brilliant pokemon that's what we should have been hunting for all along but for anybody that thinks this saves shiny hunting it really doesn't because you could be hunting for Um, You could be hunting for... Sorry, that's the police heading to my flat right now to arrest me. It
1: was um, only a matter of time. Yeah, (laughs) it was.
0: (laughs) Pardon me. So for for those people that like shiny hunting... Um, this still really isn't a good method because only 3% of the time you'll find a brilliant Pokemon and you really have to be looking around for a while until one pops up in the overworld. And by the time you find one that pops up, you could have hatched about 30 eggs, you know? So, well, about 12 eggs, 15 eggs. So Medusa, Medusa, Masuda, sorry. (laughs) Apologies, I'm tired. The Masuda method is still the more superior way to hunt shinies and if you want if you've got the DLC, the uh, Dynamax Adventures is also a, a half decent mm. way, but um, yeah, man, shiny hunting in generation eight so far has been fucking woeful. Um, I never
1: I never massively got into shiny hunting, I was more about the completionist side of things. My main thing was like getting the living decks. So I've I've played through Sword and Shield in the past year more times than I care to even mention, just for getting those bloody horses. Um, <laughs> I've, I've, and the, the most annoying thing was that I, I figured, like, I've got the DLC. I can just get to a point where I can go to the islands and I'll just um, get a master ball off off a friend because, you know, uh, cheating. um And I'll just do that whole thing on the island because you can do the whole horse quest thing before you do yeah. anything else. i will just like, I'll just catch it and I'll be done. And I got all the way to standing at the top of the mountain thing in front of the horse, and then it was like, Oh, you're not champion, you can't fight it yet.
0: Oh, oh, oof.
1: Yeah, I was sitting there going, Why, why game do you hate me? I've shown you nothing but love, and <laughs> and and you do this to me. Uh, it was soul destroying. Um, I... go on, Shroom. I, it was, and that, that was like on my sort of third place with the thing i've played it through about six times this year just getting the bloody thing it was that uh, was very time consuming very time consuming just too much see you, you've said
0: something there and I, I want to ask you two this like not to go in depth on fucking sword and shield obviously but um do you do you two think the crown tundra should have leveled with the trainer i think they should have i think they should do a system in Pokemon. I think it would have been perfect because let's face it, most people were level sixty to seventy, right? But if if you'd put the game down, you probably would have been sixty to seventy after the after um Leon, right? Hmm. I think it would have been cool if the Pokemon in Isle of Armor and Crown Tundra leveled with the player. Well, I, I'm trying to think of the term in um gaming terms. Level like scaling. Level, level scaling. Yeah. I mean, sorry. Yeah, I, I think they should have had that. I think it would have actually been extremely beneficial to have level what scaling. they do in one
1: of them. Uh, the, the, the snowy one, they, they definitely don't, but um the, the Isle of Armour, they, they scale with you, don't they? Not at nope. all. I, I wish nope. they did, because I, I went that... and
2: took a, a level one team into the Isle of Armour to test it out the first time, and they didn't scale.
0: <laughs> for, for anyone for anyone listening right now um, I want well i say I apologise for Shroom but I know why Shroom said that and a lot of people thought this because and I'm not saying this is why you've said it but this is why a lot of people believe there is level scaling before Isle of Armor came out IGN of course it's fucking IGN oh, did a review they did a review of um, Crown Tundra because they got to play um, a specific version and they encountered the Waylord and the Waylord was level 80 and all of their team was level 80. So based off that encounter, they believed that level scaling was a thing, telling everybody, oh, we've you know, it looks to be level scaling from what we've played. <laughs> fucking wasn't. So... <laughs> Yeah, um, that, that was actually from IGN, unfortunately. Oh. But Yeah, so we still haven't had a level scaling. I just think them two DLCs would have benefited massively, I think, personally.
2: Yeah, no, 100%. Um, 100%.
0: You know, what would, would have added to But before we move off from Sword and Shield and end this segment, um, little news update for anybody who likes Zamazenta and Zacian. From the twenty second of October, if you live in the United Kingdom, you can go to game and get yourself a shiny Zamazenta code for Pokemon Sword and shiny Zacian for Pokemon Shield. Yes, I'm aware Zacian's in Sword and Zamazenta's in Shield, but for whatever reason, the shiny codes are switched around. So if you have Sword, you can get shiny Zamazenta. If you have Shield, you can get shiny Zacian from Game in um, the United Kingdom. For other countries, just fucking go and look at Joe Merrick. I'm not the professor he is. Look at him. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so... Or, or just go to different games and get loads of different codes and sell them on eBay because you're a fucking cunt.
1: Do that too.
0: Um, right. So
1: Back
2: and I'm just going to games, get a bunch
1: of codes. Very okay. tempting to go to the game to at least get one code for each. But also that involves leaving the house. And I just don't know if I'm about that life.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Walking's uh, unfortunate. I know. No like being outside
1: where the people are. Uh, yeah. Fresh <laughs> air. I don't no, think so. No, I don't want fresh air. I want the no. air from my room. So Sunlight. I like no. no I, like be, I like to be safe in here in my chair.
0: Oh, there. Well, I'll, I'll be getting a few. I'll be getting one for... Uh, I'll actually be getting two because I have Sword and my fiance has Shield and we'll try and get two and uh, trade each other because I'm building a living shiny deck right now. Oh, nice. And I probably, probably won't be done till... uh Probably never because by the time a new gen comes out, there's even more fucking cunts to hunt. Um, yeah. So, boys and girls and, and whatever you identify as, shall we... Go to the next segment. All right. So we're in the next segment after going off Sword and Shield. So this weekend was an eventful weekend for both me and onesie. Um, I, I'm going to talk about the Halloween after because that's probably the most exciting thing. And I will end yeah, on a yeah. back with that one. But uh, onesie, Liverpool. So I already spoke about mine on episode, well, the special episode that we did with me and T. Um, I want to just hear your experience and uh, your first ever, I'm assuming. Sh- Pokemon Go events that was Yeah, you know, like-
2: yeah, yeah so um basically on the, well, the day that we're recording this is a Wednesday uh, three days ago from the time of recording this I went up to travel to Liverpool to take part in the Liverpool Safari Zone uh, Pokemon Go event I, I'd actually bought the ticket back in 2019, back when like yep. it was meant to happen um, and like back then I was playing Go a lot more Uh, was actually quite into the game over the pandemic and multiple decisions that Niantic have made kind of pulled me away from go a bit more but I decided well I've still got the ticket I I took part in the event in 2020 I might as well actually use the ticket and go to to Liverpool Um, and it it was it was honestly really fun they picked a really good location for it they'd set out a load of really cool little bits and bobs throughout like you get your picture taken with pikachu and eevee which i didn't do because there was always a massive queue for it and i already have pictures with a pikachu from another event so i didn't bother going and getting another one um they they had a, a, a like a merch tent they uh <coughs> excuse me um they they had like um a bunch of power banks set up all over the the place there was like a a, a trainer lounge which i found quite <laughs> funny. <laughs> and, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> intercept
2: yeah a bit of interception but it was it was honestly quite a a good event all the staff are really friendly everyone seemed to be in a really good mood i actually took part in an interview for uh like a a pokemon go no well like a pokemon go podcast they i I can't remember like what they exactly were but they that, I know, I've, I've, I'm being sniped <laughs> away from you, mate. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I, I took part in a, a, an interview for, for that. I can't remember the name of the podcast, but uh, if I do find out, I'll, I'll you know, put it on my Twitter and stuff. Um, and it, it was a really fun day, if I'm being totally honest. Uh, I'm quite a big critic of Pokemon Go. I think that some of the decisions they've made over the pandemic and recently have been quite poor. But I've got to say they they do a good event. Like there were some bits and bobs that could have been done better. They needed to have more merch. The power banks died really quickly. Yeah. Uh, You know the food food ran out towards the end of the day. Uh, Mm -hmm. There could have been a little bit more added. Like there was no specific section that only people who bought the ticket could go to. Basically, even if you didn't have the ticket, you could just rock up and chill with everyone. But apart from that solid event much better than the crappy new york one they did before
0: did you get your um did you get like stickers and a professor card and whatnot
2: yeah so i got uh two sets of stickers i got a team mystic badge and i got a couple of posters and a a pikachu and an eevee hat but apart from that i didn't get anything else
0: Did you bother with any of the merch? Because I think it was fucking woeful.
2: I went over to the merch stand uh, and for anyone who didn't go, basically they only had uh, a few t-shirts, some hoodies, a couple of backpacks and some snapbacks, like some some caps. Uh, They really didn't have much and they really could have done with some more stalls and stuff. Like they it was crying out for like a plushie stall or like a mobile phone accessory store, you know, yeah, like a, a few little stalls. Yeah. yeah. That would have really been fantastic because, you know, it's a Pokemon go event. people want to have Pokemon stuff and not just go and buy a t-shirt that they could get on Amazon. Like that, do, that was a bit of a letdown.
0: See, here's me and Tan spoke about this on a special edition. Of-
2: Check that episode thinking-
0: out. Check the episode out. We uh, you, we actually recorded live from on the train outside the park in the park. Um, we were talking on the podcast while catching some Pokemon, which is pretty fun. Yeah, check it out. But um, here's the problem with the merch store. So the only exclusive shirt that you could have was the um Safari Zone T shirt, which by the way was not even the. Li- t-shirt it was one for one that happened in america i believe in st louis if i'm correct i could be wrong but it was one that happened in america and the pokemon on the t-shirt were from the pokemon that event so the t-shirt for the safari zone wasn't even for liverpool it was for a completely different safari zone so can i just add in
2: there that shirt looked fucking dreadful absolute dreadful the color was like the crappiest like Baby vomit green.
0: Green. Like, yeah, yeah.
2: Like nasty mustard green. And like the logo was like. Complete.
0: You deserve to be shot if you wore that in public.
2: Honestly, it was you... disgusting. <laughs> disgusting
0: t shirt. <laughs> It was, and, and and I also said on the podcast, and I'm sorry for Pokemon Company. Actually, I don't give a shit. Fuck you. But right, <laughs> any anything in that merch store you could have found at Tokyo Toy, Tokyo Toys, or other third party companies for much cheaper. You know, did you see the Pokemon bag where it was like, you know, you got the pig, you got like a couple Pokemon in there. Yep. it's like red, blue. You got Pikachu, Charizard, Snorlax, all the different ones on there. It's like a I've seen one. that
2: in. I've seen that exact same thing in. You know, Forbidden Planet, Tokyo Toys I've seen it on how Amazon much was it? I've, I couldn't remember the price on the day But I know it was Bro, t- I looked 55. at the prices of everything and I, did, I didn't buy any merch Because it was way too expensive As you just said, 55 quid
0: ones for the bag Do you know how, and I've got the exact same bag That T got me for um, One of my birthdays, uh, three years ago I believe, do you know how much she got it for Go on 30 pound
2: Fucking hell. So it's so, almost
0: a double markup. That's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Almost a double markup for a bag. It's about bag. Don't know why the fuck I sounded like a sheep then. Uh, <laughs> for a bag. That I fucking did it again. <laughs> um for a BAG that that's about five years old. So um not not even Night antique. it's not really awful, but Pokemon company, your merch is fucking god-tier awful. The best thing you ever did in the UK was the Pokemon Centre event. The merch you did there was amazing and I loved all of it. The Pokemon London t-shirt, I've still got. The London beanie, I've still got. The Pokemon London rare hoodie, I've still got. Love all of that. It's exclusive and it's worth the money, but this Liverpool fucking merch store was diabolical. Dave, do you play Pokemon Go,
1: mate? I, I... When it when it first started, I got involved with it a little bit, <clears throat> and I oh, kind of yeah. fell off the wagon with it um, after after a while. And it was one of those things where <clears throat> you know you've been away from a game for for a long time, and you come back, and it's unrecognizable. Yep. Um, no, that yeah, that kind of thing happened, and I've had that with other games before. Like I had it when I used to play uh, Team Fortress Two. I played that for years, and I lost it for years. Came back, and it was like, what is what is happening here? Why is everything different? And why is everyone wearing a tower of hats? And it was a similar kind of thing with um with Pokemon Go. Like, I played it when it first started. Like, I haven't played Pokemon Go since they started introducing, like, just when they started introducing Gen 2 Pokemon. That's how long ago it's been since I played. Before they had sort of all the events, before they had all these weird, like, items being thrown in. And I've never been to any of the Pokemon Go events themselves. But from what I've heard from that, that sounds fairly ridiculous like if you're going to pay absolute top dollar for an item like a bag or something if you're going to pay that much money for it you want it to be exclusive and the fact that they've got merch from other that's you know from other events means they're not averse to putting out exclusive merch for certain events so yeah. why not put out new ones for the event that you're hosting you know you're expecting people to pay the money to travel there you're absolutely um, right my dear so then you're going to put a massive markup on it under the under the impression that you're not going to be able to get this item anywhere else when you absolutely can yeah
0: Mm -hmm. absolutely
1: absolutely (laughs) Absolutely. my dude the problem i found is that like i i was
2: desperate to buy something when i was there because you know you want a little memento of the time and Mm. don't get me wrong there are a lot of really really good aspects of the event like it it was a really really fun day i i loved it the, the location they chose for it was spot on. Like That park yeah. is fantastic. It's a beautiful, yeah. beautiful area. And they set everything out brilliantly. I can't fault that. I can fault certain aspects. And the big thing for me is that they only had clothing items for sale. If I'd have gone there and they'd had like 20, 30 pound little mini figures or something, or like little plushes, mm-hmm. I would have ripped their hand off and bought one. 100%. Like no questions asked because when you go somewhere like that you want to get a little something that's like a memento of of your experience something like a shirt that is ridiculously overpriced for like 30 40 pound is just a bit too much for me and i i it, it was just a missed opportunity and the prices they were putting them out for crazy. do
0: you know what they should have done right do you know Imagine it was like a a t-shirt. They're in a park, specifically Sefton Park, right? There's a poker stop there. Some people sitting at the poker stop, like obviously, like characters, you know, physical humans. It's like a fucking animated thing, right? And then you've got shiny, shiny Pokemon from the event just running around, like dodging. Something like that would have been dope, just to remember the event, and then have it underneath Pokemon Go, Liverpool Safari Zone, or something like that, just something. But Talking on Pokemon, I've just got an email off the Pokemon company. So this is fucking perfect, actually, to talk about. So, <laughs> we go. For anyone who's listened to the podcast, you will know that I did not receive my code for Shiny Celebi or Zarude. Right? Oh. So I sent them a support saying, Hi, I'm um, signed up for the email, but I haven't received um, any of the codes. Can you um, either send me one or just tell me what's going on? So this is what they replied backwards. Let me see I can pull this up for you. Can you both hear me okay, yeah? Yeah, no? yeah, Official yeah. name. Thank you for contacting Pokemon support. Thank you for your interest in Pokemon the Movie Secrets of the Jungle newsletter promotion. We understand that you did not receive the newsletter. Please check below to... Um, uh, sorry, please follow the below steps to troubleshoot the issue. Do you know what they told me to fucking do? What? <laughs> for fuck's sake. Pokemon, you don't make it easy for me. They, they, This is the steps. Go to Pokemon.com, sign in on your account, and make sure you've clicked the box which says you want to refuse... Uh, you want to accept future offers and future events in an email. That's what they've told me to do. That, that's the... St- to grab my code there's nothing there to how to get the code now it's telling me how to futurely you know prevent this issue from happening the problem is with this i am fucking signed on the website i have already opted in to receive events you stupid clueless oh man <laughs> I can't make it or listen to, listen. Step one, sign into your trainer account club. Step two, navigate to your profile. Step three, scroll down to marketing preference and step four, check the box that reads. I would like to receive marketing communications and all the other bollocks. Then check, Email folders. If these steps do not work, please navigate to the support page, the exact same support page that I used to send this email in the first place, you fucking idiot. So what you're asking me to do is send the exact same email again. Oh, oh. do you need to take a minute? Do you need to take a minute?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, just... that, that, that sounds that sounds super helpful and useful, except not at all. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah. So Pokemon, when, when I just want to cut you some slack and just say, look, Pokemon have done this, Pokemon done that, you go and do that. Like, uh, some of your fucking people in that office is literally must be Zeroots, just there, just like, no code, no code, okay, uh, go to the website and sign up. <laughs> oh, you fucking clowns. Uh you know oh what? God. You know what? You know oh, what? Deary
2: matter. me, deary, dear me. It.
0: I've got shiny Celebi on Pokemon Go anyway, so I'll just transfer that over and I'll get someone to... I'll blackmail someone for a (laughs) Zerud. I'm joking, I'm joking. Right, so Liverpool, really good event. My honest thoughts in a really short, quick speed round was really cool event, really enjoyed it. However, they didn't plan for the amount of people that were there with the food. There was only literally two food places, the cafe and the burger store, from what I remember correctly. Obviously, you had the, uh, the... Was it? the crepes whatever it is yeah
2: the crepes crepes
0: um how did, how did the best of is it crepes or um, crepes uh, uh, crepes oh, let's just say one. Crepes. either one either or yeah so they had crepes they had a hot dog burger stand which literally pretty much sold out of everything four hours in at least on my day it did they had about i want to say seven power banks scattered around the park and about four of them had run out four hours into my day um so I think it was a good event. I just think it was a little poorly planned for the amount of people that was going. And there wasn't enough, you know, would I have gone again? Absolutely. But I still don't think there's enough, you know, uh, incentive to actually travel there, to actually spend the money, to get a train, to go to this park. What's the incentive? There's not much. It's the exact same event as last year. If you already had the Shinies from last year, you didn't really need to go. Because there's actually nothing in game beneficial. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So
2: I got uh, last year yeah. during the event, I think I got around nine, 10 shinies from it. There was only like <laughs> one or two I didn't get. This year I only got two shinies. So.
0: Bro, exactly. I got, like, 15 last year. I got 10 th- th- this fucking day. I mean, I know 10's more than what you had, obviously, but it, my point is... The <laughs> you odds, got 10? I got
2: two! No, <laughs> no, hear
0: me out, though. Hear me out. Two wasn't even a part of the event. One was a rocket shiny, so that was nothing to do with the event, and another one hatched from an egg, which was nothing to do with the event. So, you know, it's uh, one them. But, yeah, the odds, the odds did seem much lower, went in there with person, which, again, is just weird. But, uh... Yeah, there's nothing much going on with Pokemon Go right now. You've got the Halloween event, which is pretty dope. And um, if you have loads of legendaries hoarded right now on Pokemon Go, use this time to transfer them if they're not good IVs and you don't want to use them because it is double candy. And that candy is very important for carrying it up because we all know Pokemon Go is pay to win. Um, Right. (laughs) So with that said, shall we move on? Pay to to win. Speaking of pay to win... um, so do you, okay, um I think Dave, I think one said you don't play Pokemon Unite, but um mm. you'll have to bear with us while we talk about no, this stuff. Absolutely,
1: go, go right ahead. This is going to be a yeah. learning experience for me because I've never, I never got into that style of game. So despite the fact it was Pokemon, I was just like, eh, I'll maybe watch other people play. Um, so this is going <laughs> to be a learning experience. I'm going to learn more about the game here than I have done since it's been out. Well, oh yeah, no, is, cool, I'm.
2: Man. I've been quite heavily into those styles of games. So we've got an experience yeah. of someone who doesn't play them, someone who's only played this game, and now someone who's played, you know, lots of them. So we've got yeah. a decent amount of, uh, you know, ranging opinions here. So this will be a fun topic. So let's talk about unite, shall we?
0: so i'll be honest i haven't wrote so okay first of all i believe two days ago there was a trailer released for the halloween event that's happening in pokemon unite onesie had sent it me and um, while i was at work and i but here's the thing I, I think this is why me and onesie were so excited it's because me and onesie said weeks back um i think we said it on multiple occasions too that we believe this game is will do a Halloween event, and we think that they should do one. And um, it seems to have come to fruition, right, Ones?
2: Yeah, we also called that they'd probably be changing the, the map skins around, and yep. we called that they would probably have some kind of new skins array, like available for it. We we basically called all of this. Everything yeah, the whole that event, happened yeah. Yeah. We basically called it from start to finish. It's kind of wild. <laughs>
0: It, it, it's worrying though it, I, I was like, hold on a minute So they've changed the map Yep, me and one said they should do that um every You know, there's all these Halloween costumes Yep, we said they should do that I was like, oh okay I mean, T is very excited She loves everything Halloween Brilliant. And it's her type of thing, you know and In the school that she works in She's uh, dressing all the kids up doing all the Halloween stuff, so she loves all that. So she's very excited, and I believe, tell me if I'm wrong ones, but isn't it starting tomorrow, or is it Friday? It
2: started today, my dude. So the Halloween Halloween. event started today, and we got quite a bit of, you know, there's there's a few new bits of content there. Uh, You basically earn pumpkins throughout the event, which you can then trade those pumpkins in for new skins, new Pokemon, and a bunch of other sort of rewards. So Uh, You only get a limited amount of pumpkins. And those pumpkins, uh, you can... (laughs) Now, this is a funny thing. You can only earn a set amount of pumpkins and you're not going to be able to earn every single reward in the (laughs) event. But if you feel like a risky boy, you can trade in three pumpkins to get one pumpkin box. Now, that pumpkin box will have a chance uh, to contain either one pumpkin, two pumpkins, three pumpkins, five pumpkins, 10 pumpkins, or 50 pumpkins. Which, if you get the 50 pumpkins, you get everything from the event. What do you think the percentage chances that were released with the box, what do you think the percentage chances of getting the the 50 pumpkins are?
0: So... Okay, so I'm going to ask Dave afterwards what he thinks. Um, Right, so I'm actually going to in-depth tell you the percentage of every single one. I have no idea ones. Tell me if I'm wrong, right? So I think the odds of getting one pumpkin is Uh 95%. I think the odds of getting two pumpkins is... is, uh, Okay, let let, let me calculate in my head. I think that's um, 4%. Right, so we've got so ninety five plus four. I think the odds of getting three is probably zero point three five. The odds of getting four is probably like zero point two, and the odds of getting fifty pumpkins is something like zero point zero point zero point. Not gonna fucking happen. i am I close.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs>
0: like that, that cool. Dave. What do you yeah. think the odds right, are, are, mate? Let's
1: hear from Dave first. What See, do you reckon? What, was, what I'd expect and hope from that. I've never. I've never played many games that have that kind of gamble for loot crates um, thing going on. I'd expect it to be a kind of um, kind of a hill curve where you'd hope that the odds of getting, of losing out and getting the minimum would be slightly less. So I'd hope that it would go sort of curving, the, the, getting the one hump could be, would be low, and then it gets higher to the two, and then peaks at three and then goes back down quite steeply. I don't know about percentages because numbers are evil. And I they hate are them.
2: indeed. And these numbers are even more evil. Oh, are you God. ready
1: to, to hear what they
2: actually are? Go on, hit us. Okay. So basically, uh, remember that it costs two. I've, I've just looked it up. It costs two pumpkins to buy one of these boxes. Okay. So the odds of getting one pumpkin back is 63.27%, which basically <laughs> you lose a pumpkin. You have a 63% chance. To lose,
0: <laughs> essentially. Oh my god! You
2: to get two pumpkins back to break even is a thirty-one point six four percent chance. So, add those two together. The chance oh of, of of you know of either losing or breaking even is ninety-five percent.
0: Oh my fucking god! I'm not even wrong on the fifty, am I? one.
2: The five on. percent pumpkin. Like to to get five pumpkins back is 3.16. So to gain three pumpkins is, you know, five or 3.16%. To get 10 pumpkins out of the box is one and a half percent. To get 20 pumpkins out of the box is 0.32%.
0: I'm actually one.
2: And to get 50 pumpkins out of the box, you are hitting a grand total odds of (laughs) 0.03%.
0: i said 0.0 oh my fucking god i knew it i fucking knew it that's
1: wild that's absolutely wild
2: and basically this whole pumpkin box thing people all the creators all the the pokemon unite content people they're all saying do not buy these boxes you can buy them no, not, not with money. Not with money, I don't think. Um, awesome. But you, can, you, you have to pay pumpkins to get them. And you earn these. These are the same pumpkins you trade in to get things back out of the event and earn rewards. So you can basically gamble your pumpkins away to try and get more rewards. Do not do this. Do not buy these boxes. Just have a look at the rewards. Take what you take. And that's it. Do not fuck with these boxes. <laughs> if, you, if you actually did open one of these boxes and you... Got more pumpkins back than you paid for it. Go and buy a lottery ticket because your luck's in, my friend. Your luck yep. is in. Oh, my days. In my- like, it's just ridiculous. But uh, apart from that, like, they- they've added a new event, like a new actual game mode where you can throw pumpkins at other Pokemon. Uh, and it's actually quite fun. Uh, it seems quite fun. So, yeah, they've also released Greedent as a playable character. Which is quite cool. Uh, Mm -hmm. And they've added a bunch of new Halloween skins and character like customization options and other cool stuff like that. So, apart from the pumpkin boxes, not a terrible event. Not a terrible event at all. But yeah, it's.
0: What can we compare it to? We've never had a fucking event.
2: Yeah, they've never had an event. Like.
0: this is a 10 out of 10 as far as we're concerned we don't, we've never fucking seen anything yeah. else I think I mean I mean, I mean, mean. let's face it at this point not to go too far ahead but we can pretty much confirm a fucking Christmas one's happening because there's always a Christmas event in all Pokemon games right Oh, at least at least the site so we're yeah. probably getting Christmas and then probably fucking Halloween where uh, 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 fucking Valentine's where you can buy Love Discourse on bollocks listen <laughs> this Okay, this pumpkin thing. First of all, it's, it's bollocks anyway. But imagine the shitstorm if you could buy pumpkins. That would be gambling. That oh. would actually literally be gambling. Yep.
2: And the only reason that this is actually allowed, uh, and I've looked this up, the only reason that this isn't seen as like a predatory gambling thing and isn't banned by the UK's uh, like game board mm. people is because they publish the odds. Like, that's literally the only reason. The The only reason that it's not completely banned and shut down is because they released the odds and it's seen as being transparent. And because you can't spend money on these, it's not gambling, but it is gambling. It's predatory and it, it's soft conditioning for gambling. And I'm not okay with it. I love this game to pieces and it just keeps doing more and more stupid shit like this and doesn't learn from its mistakes and charges way too much money for. Sh- oh, I'm going on a rant now. So I'm- <laughs> I'm getting angry. I'm getting
1: heated, man. I mean, there there are definite issues. I mean, the the fact that it's the first event of the game means there's obviously going to be teething issues. Um, I think the best we can hope for, or I say we, the best players can hope for from that being something that people aren't seeing as very popular is that they just straight up don't do it in the future. If they don't do it in the future, then it shows they've learnt. And that's good, because at least it shows they're listening. And I think if they don't do it in the future, it'll be very quickly forgiven and forgotten. Um, I think that given that they're trying to purport it as not being gambling, even though it very clearly is, um, at the very least, given that this is not real gambling in the case, in the sense of like being in a casino, like this is effectively still a game that could be marketed towards younger people. I think that really they should have the highest odds being at least breaking even um yeah, yeah definitely i, I think and, and, I'll, I'll let you carry on it's just that breaking even point i absolutely
0: fucking 100 yeah. agree but yeah sorry carry on
1: and also um these these pumpkins are they just regular pumpkins or are they pump they're just regular pumpkins oh well that's just stupid i know they've missed a trick there haven't they yeah, this is ridiculous <laughs> you have a pokemon that is just a pumpkin yeah literally use, use
2: it. So they they have um, used some uh Pumpkaboo, uh you know like themed things for the the levels and yeah. Yeah, for sure. decorations and stuff uh but I think they did kind of miss a trick by not using gargoyles and pumpkaboo's and yeah, stuff was like yeah you know the uh, that's a thing. Um I do want to also just make a quick note uh the Pokemon Unite community seems to be Split down the middle in terms of who the next character will be after Greedent, who's been released today. Um, a lot of people seem to be, and this seems to be a Pokemon community thing in general, that we look way too hard into the tiniest little details. Like, do you remember when Masuda
1: mm-hmm. like
2: had all those plushies behind him on the desk and yeah. people were like, oh my God, we can go to Johto in the next game.
1: And yeah. Mm-hmm. Stuff
2: like that. And we we're using that to try and... Guess what the next reveal was? Well, that's what the Pokemon Unite community have started doing. There was a promotional image in the teaser trailer that showed a pumpkin in the shape of a Rowlet. And people have started taking that as proof and a teaser that the next playable character will be Decidueye. So, whether or not... I, I mean... Whether or not Decidueye does come, because apparently there has been some things found in the the data mine of the game, and Decidueye might be coming, but like using that as you know proof is just—it's just poor. People,
1: people definitely take that way too far. Like the amount of the the amount of reaches that we've seen in this kind of thing historically. Like there was there was one I saw where. That there was, there was some, there was, it was one of those like very clickbait. But I'm not a clickbait thumbnail YouTuber. But yes, you are clickbait (laughs) ones. Where like someone had circled something on the desk that looked like something that was hanging off a bag that you could buy in one of the games to change your costume, and therefore it meant this. And you're just like, really? Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, this is we're, we're talking about a company here who've obviously released. Games that are part of a massive worldwide franchise. I don't know but if you also, can hear
2: that, but the police are coming for you. They are indeed. <laughs> um,
1: but 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 also, this is a company that's repeatedly been slated for a great many things. Like, do these same self same people really think that they've got that kind of you know vision?
2: Yeah,
1: that they're going to get this tiny detail that looks like an item that you can have hanging off a costume change. Yeah, and but that means something. Not, not everything, everything has to that. mean something.
2: They've, they've never done that stuff. Like they've, <clears throat> a, People have taken before that Masuda was holding up a plush of a Pikachu and an Eevee, like two years before the reveal of Pikachu and Eevee mm. Let's Go, as like, who he was hinting to it in the past. Like, no, Pikachu and Eevee are two of the most popular Pokemon in the franchise. Yeah. He wasn't hinting to anything. He was just holding up popular
1: plushes. Mm. Just. Uh, and the fact that people are still making these reaches and you're like okay well let's say that you're going somewhere with this should we look back to all the rest of the times where you did this and and it was just wrong
2: mm. I, w- I will say though in in the people who are looking at its defense that <coughs> apparently decidui and some files relating to it have been found in the in the the code for the game which is completely different and the people who have looked at that are like hell yeah that you people have done your research and, you've, yeah. you know, you're making a, a speculative guess. You're, you're not basing it off of just random, oh, my God, it's a picture. Um, mm. So fair enough to those. But the amount of people who are like, oh, my God, they're definitely hitting me at it. Like, no, they're not. Calm yourself. Yeah.
1: Historically,
0: they never have. They never have. If, 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 I, if I can jump in on this, right? So... No, you can't
2: jump in, you bastard.
0: <laughs> yeah fucker right we, we've had we have had in the games i'm not talking press conferences or, or well not a fucking press conference or like a director presents right yeah, that's yeah. the mm. one presents in the games we have had you know like um references to newer regions like in x and y we had the souvenir that represented unova right yeah that's different
2: um,
0: it. yeah I, I, I know i know that's different but i'm saying because th- they're known to do it in the games like that it's not I don't think it's a reach to say that, you know, it, it's weird that people are reaching. They're used to putting their tin foil hats on and looking at pictures in the games going, there's a fucking river, the next region's in Italy, it's fucking Venice. <laughs> like, it's, it, it's not to me so bizarre to see Pokemon do that because let's be honest, We've got Pokemon Iceberg videos. We've got Pokemon Timeline videos where people are theorising, you know, the Pokemon mythology. And it's not, to me, a stretch to see something can... Like, I agree with you two. It's ridiculous to see a plushie and think, fucking hell, confirmed. Obviously not. But... You know, it, this is the franchise which they're always alluding to different things and they are always sprinkling little bits of fucking, fu- you know, futurism like uh, Gen 1 with Moona. Do you actually believe that Moona was actually planned back then? No, they Do you just know what I mean? back so, and,
2: and made a yeah. Pokemon based off of
0: a 3 dialogue line. Yeah, of course, of course. So my thing my thing is some people love that. And I mean, in in a way, I do, you know, I do love spec speculation is some of mm. the funniest things in life. Like podcasts would be really fucking hard without speculation. But you for have them.
2: to be responsible with it. There comes but, a point where you have to think this is not confirmed. I'm not gonna report it as confirmed. I'm gonna report on the facts and only the facts. <laughs>
0: I want to say two things, though, ones, right? Two things. Now, you said they missed the trick. Now, before we go on to the disidwar, you said they missed the trick regarding, you know, Pump kaboo and, you know, the little Halloween. Do you know what I think they missed the fucking trick on? What? So what event is coming up soon? It's an American event, you know, granted. It's not really a thing in the UK, but it's a huge thing in America towards Thanksgiving. Christmas. Right? And what do you do at Thanksgiving? You eat yourself some turkey. And what Pokemon's been introduced in Pokemon Unite that eats itself silly? <laughs> do you see where I'm going with yeah, this? Okay. Greedent. Okay. Greedent should have came out for Thanksgiving. Now, should have they have done a Thanksgiving event? No, they didn't have to do that. They could have just announced Greedent. and said, oh, Thanksgiving, we love food. This Pokemon also loves food. Greedent wins the game like a fucking Smash Brothers fucking trailer. But what they should have done for Halloween, I think a Pokemon like Darkrai should have come to the game, Could or a ghost be...
2: type like Decidueye or something.
0: Yeah, but yeah, yeah, I agree with that. But here's why I don't think. Here's why I think Decidueye will come, but I don't think it's for the reasons of the plush. I think they're gonna do a trailer right based off, um, based off Legends Arceus, and in that same presents with the Desidui because you know Raul, it's one of the starters, right? Yeah. Yes, I think they'll link. You can also try out Decidueye's strength in Pokemon Unite. Bam, 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 bam <laughs> and fucking announce Decidueye coming. You know, I think they could actually have all three of the starters, um, Typhlosion, Samara, and Decidueye join just to celebrate okay. Legends. You, you could, you There's could that, yeah. you could use that argument to say, well, why don't you do the same for Empoleon, Infernape, and Torterra? And that's fair. I haven't got a point for that. But I'm just saying you could, you could promote, you know, People who play unite go, oh, is this the situation? He looks cool. Let me fucking go and buy legends. Oh, that's all I'm saying. you touched on me. something
2: there that I've... Made a because I'm I don't, I've said this for like the last couple of podcasts now. I've been working on a video basically talking about all of the problems with Unite and all the things that they've missed tricks on and done wrong. And one of the big points towards the end of that video is the lack of a coordinated marketing strategy between mm-hmm. all of the different Pokemon mobile and free to play entries. Like, for example, can you imagine a you know, when the mobile launch came out can you imagine if they had done a coordinated event across Pokemon Go, Pokemon Masters, and Sword and Shield to drive traffic towards Unite and try and keep this game floating and bring in some new people? Can you imagine if in Sword and Shield, you could, for example, fight a Dynamax legendary with a skin from the game? Let's say the Sacred Pikachu, not Sacred Pikachu, (laughs) like a Festival Pikachu. And if you beat a million of those, as they did with the Zera Aura thing, if you beat a million of those, you'll unlock some cool new trainer customization for Sword and Shield, and you'll unlock some new content in Unite and make it as like a community thing. At the same time, in Pokemon Go, you can also catch the festival-style Pikachu as a limited special event Pokemon, the same way they do the Pikachu with hats and the random other Pokemon with hats. You add that into the game and you announce it and say, this is from Pokemon Unite. If you'd like to use this Pokemon in action, head over there and try it out. Can you just imagine, just from doing that, you would have more content for both your games that you're doing this in, and you would also be driving traffic towards a new fledgling title that you have created and are hoping to use as a bit of a cash cow it's just such a no-brainer, can, and we had nothing on that front.
0: Can I add something to that, though, ones? Because you've hit a perfect point, and I've, I've got to add to this. And another thing they could do, which would class as, you know, cross, um, what, what was the term you used? Um,
2: coordinated marketing strategy.
0: Coordinated marketing, sorry, yeah. So yeah, another yeah. thing they could do is make all of the side games canon. So imagine you walk into an NPC's house, and you talk to a person, and they go... Oh, did you know that certain Pokemon are in a tournament called a Unite tournament? Oh, yeah. what's Unite, you ask, right? Well, you know, and, and they describe Unite. If you want to find out more and then having red writing somewhat like on the Nintendo Switch right. now, I mean, or like literally make it canon or you and walk also, in Yeah,
2: Yeah, and also head over to Pokemon Masters because we're going to be releasing a new trainer who uses a Ninetales with the Sacred Ninetales skin and talks yeah, a bit about I mean, like, the history of Unite at the same time.
0: Like, yeah, look, I, I mean that, but I mean, like, with NPCs, I mean, obviously you could promote the event on the title screen or something, but I mean, like, let's say you walk into a house, right, and then an old man goes, did you know that there are certain Pokemon that enter places called Mystery Dungeons? And then, huh, I wonder how that happens? And like, just, I mean, like, little hints of the titles to make the things canon to make people reading it go, oh, okay, is that a thing, you know, just like little drips of in all the games, do you know what I mean? Like, as well as promotion, because the believe it or not, there was a coordinated, um, strategic approach, and that was Pokemon Go and Pokemon Let's Go.
2: Yeah, for that um, they did, and it was fantastic, and it's literally yeah. driv- It created Meltan and Melmetal, and drove uh-huh. so much traffic towards them. It, it yeah. does work when they do it, and it really pisses me off that they didn't do it for for Unite, which arguably needed it more than flipping Let's Go did.
0: True. i mean go go doesn't need it you could never mention go on anything like like go is probably the only game i don't think you could mention on a main series game it wouldn't make much sense i yeah. don't know how the fuck you would you know you wouldn't have a trainer go oh did you know in certain places there's a region where you don't catch you don't fight pokemon you just throw a pokemon you make no sense i i do agree though there's a lot of flaws and you know it, it, yeah i just picture it now like in pokemon I, Go i genuinely
2: think mate i genuinely think if you put me on the pokemon unite and like the the pokemon marketing board having like worked in marketing for like three or four years now and seen like all the different strategies and stuff you can come up with i genuinely feel like if you put me on that board with all of my pokemon enthusiasm it'd be such a i'd I'd be perfect for that role i'll
0: be honest i don't think you will because like they'll be like nanny This was the man on the trailer lounge? No, 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 no. That just instantly...
2: (laughs) No, I'm not him. I'm not the one that was talking about pedophiles.
0: I've heard what they say. (laughs) I've heard what they say. Um (laughs) do this guy?
1: Something something like that also could give life to aspects of the main series games that never really took off. Like, how many people realistically speaking, used the um the 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 photographing printout like thing from the old games oh, and then yeah, again of like, course, the yeah. photography oh, thing from the new ones God. people didn't I really do? use them and I thought they were dumb and I really didn't like them. But if you're going to like bring other things into it, even if you're not going to use those features, have the person introducing them say like, oh I've even heard there are islands in 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 the ocean far away where the professor studying pokemon through the use of photography yeah like they just released the the, up, the update thing of um of pokemon snap yeah one yeah.
2: billion percent you're absolutely spot on there like you talk exactly about like what they should be doing they should be 100 drawing all these things together and like just a little throwaway line that a, di- a character in a house somewhere says it's mm. all we need and like for example in the past there were people who fought alongside pokemon to conquer great
0: evils to
2: tie in some conquest
0: like and then evil mm. called the Master Hand and we're talking about Smash Brothers now um, no,
2: <laughs> let's not go
0: too that. Nah, <laughs> no nah, I, nah, I agree I, I just think like easter eggs as well it doesn't not even I'm talking canon like imagine just some cool easter eggs like imagine you see like a smash a smash symbol in the cave and there's just like a plumber's hat but it's not red or just, just like an easter egg just in the games man just a uh, even reference other titles, not just not just Pokemon. I think Pokemon are missing a lot of stuff like that in their current titles, and you know, and there's, I, I don't know about you two, but there's not many mysteries in the newer Pokemon games. Like I know, I don't know why I've gone into this, but it's something that I thought about. Just the only one thing about Pokemon Sword and Shield. Do you two know about the ghost girl in Sword and Shield? I know
2: yeah. about the ghost girl from X and Y. Oh
0: wait, yeah. Oh yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's, in, um, the she's shield, in the um.
1: Yeah. She's in the town with the fairy gym, and she's just staring at the wall, saying she's talking to a friend or something.
0: Uh The Hammerlock one. I'm talking about Hammerlock. I am the one where you got the dragon gym. Oh yes, 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 yes,
1: yes, yes. yes I'm with you. Yeah, yeah, you have yeah, to yeah. Deliver a letter. That's um, it. That's right it. Back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. so
0: ones. So spider alert. But. There's, there's a girl you talked to in Hammerlock and you she said, can you deliver a letter to an old friend? You have to deliver the letter and it's an old man. And, he, you know, he's confused because he said, oh, okay. But doesn't that old man confirm that she's not here anymore, uh, Dave? I believe he does, doesn't he? He confirms, yeah. yeah. And yeah, then you and then go back, back to where she was her. and she's
1: gone. And you, yep. get the, and you get the Reaper clock.
0: Yeah, that's it, yeah. yeah. So... Stuff like that, it's pretty dark, but it's so cool. Like, yeah, I that, that's love, the stuff people love. I love the ghost girl in X and Y, arguably the creepiest one of all of them, to yes. be honest. that,
2: Black sh- that, Black that scared the... Well. Seriously, that X and Y one... Scared the crap out of me the first time I found it because I found it completely by accident. I was like, "What the hell?" Mm.
0: I thought my game was broke. I, I turned yeah, it on and I thought, you know, the way she was gliding, and the same with black and white when she's at the bridge. And I believe there's an event in black and white, in, uh, including Cresselia and Darkrai with a yeah. ghost girl. I'm pretty sure is that is that correct? Yeah, I think um, so. that was fucking amazing too. But when Pokemon gets dark, it can go dark. Like in okay, I don't want to spoil it. Shroom, if you watched the new movie.
1: No.
0: Okay, I won't spoil it. I won't say it outlandishly, but there's a scene with a car crash and it literally shows someone being killed in the car crash. I won't spoil it. Right? But that is dark. Pokemon Mm. has started to become more and more dark. Why? And and again, like, you know, I, I just think you can appeal to a more mature audience while, you know, cross fucking supporting all your other titles too that's all i'm saying i just think mm. you are right though ones you know and i definitely want to see this video because you have referenced it a few times but we're still yet to see i
2: sent cool it off enough? to uh to a couple of people to to proofread it and to you know get some, some stuff right so I'm, I'm taking my time with this one i was, was actually tough, i actually had to delay it a little bit because of the uh the halloween event being released and i uh, they they also and just to kind of like segue into a little bit of a you know, a new segment of topic. They also announced some patch changes and some balance changes to certain Pokemon and things throughout the game. I don't know if you've seen these, guys. Um, but basically, no,
0: I haven't. I've not seen nothing. No.
2: Well, basically, they've actually nerfed Zapdos, <laughs> and they've also nerfed the Dreadnought buff and. Buffed the Rotom buff, so they. Okay,
0: yeah, get into this, please. Go into this. I need to fucking hear this.
2: So Zapdos for I know you don't play the game, Dave. So
1: I've I've heard about the Zapdos thing.
2: Yeah, Zapdos is basically a bit of a coin flip at the end of the game, which it's kind of shit. <laughs> like mm. the aim of the game basically is to score as many points in the opponent's goals, but you have to charge up. To score points and people can interrupt you from scoring and yeah. they can stop you. What Zapdos does is if you you and your team defeat Zapdos, you gain every single person on your team gains 20 points that you can put into a goal. All of the opponent's goals become unguarded. So you can walk up to them, tap the X button once, and you've instantly scored your entire point slot into the goal. So and It will also be double points because in the final two minutes of the game, points scored count for double. So you can put a combined total of 500 points from your entire team, double that. Oh, no, it would be 500. Sorry. Yeah, you can put 500 points and make complete 500 point swings when you, yeah, when you fight, when you take Zapdos. But what they've done, and it kind of misses the point of what they've done, is all they've done is they've. lowered the amount of points that Zapdos gives you when you defeat it. So it's no longer 20 points to everyone, they've just lowered it a bit. Uh So that one isn't really... It's like, someone's complaining that they're being punched in the face, so the guy punching them in the face gives them a new pair of shoes. <laughs> You're still being punched in the face. Yeah. <laughs> like it, it doesn't change anything.
0: Um, so, but... so to confirm... Um, obviously, it's still an insta-goal, but you don't get points from Zapdos. Is that right?
2: I think you still get some points. I think they've halved it from 20 points to 10, Um, but it it doesn't make any difference, considering you've probably got a bunch of points stored up at that point that you haven't been able to score. Yeah, They've also uh, lowered the amount of EXP that the Dreadnought buff gives you, and they've lowered the shield and decreased the shield that it gives you when you defeat it, as well as simultaneously buffing the The speed, attack, HP uh, of Rotom, basically making Rotom a better buff for you, trying to balance things out. And honestly, it's just not... That's not the point. It's not the point. The the reason people take Dreadnought is because the EXP boost that it gives you is enough to... It benefits the entire team. Everyone benefits from defeating Dreadnought. The only person that benefits from defeating Rotom is the person who scores points in the top lane goal after getting it. So Dreadnought is still probably going to be the best buff. It helps out the entire team. Zapdos is still probably going to be a coin flip mechanic at the end of the game. And Rotom is still probably going to be relegated down to, hey, take it if you can. If not, it's not going to change it's much. It's better though.
0: I it's will admit better. better because, like, sorry to interrupt you as well, bro, but I want to pipe in with this because mm-hmm. I, I mean Tom play a lot. If we lose Dreadnought, obviously it's not the end of the game, but it's like fuck's sake, man. We could have done with ha- having that. Do you know what I mean? It feels like a defeat. Whereas yeah. now, it won't feel as bad. It's like a little rubber band. You get stretched back a bit. You can, you know, you can bounce back. The Rotom again, as you've just said, it's still gonna be whatever. You know, if we've all got Dreadnought, let's try and get Rotom, whatever. But the Zapdos to me is very important because. For me, Zapdos used to be whoever had Zapdos won. It, it was like a 95% chance if you had Zapdos, you'd win the game. All right, it's hard, it, it's that impossible. But over time, it's slowly become, chances are you probably are going to win if you've got Zapdos, but now there's more opportunity to bounce back. I've started to win more games from Luton. I wouldn't say I've lost, I've won more without a Zapdos, but there's been the odd game where even though I've lost Zapdos, I've still come out the winner. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, it's nice to see that. I don't think
2: that... Losing Zapdos now is still going to, you know, I don't think it's going to have any more of an effect as it did before. Like, if you don't get Zapdos, you still have to play it the exact same way. It's still essentially an insta 500 points for the opponent's team. Like,
0: it doesn't. Oh, the strategy hasn't changed. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah that, that's what it's I'm trying to say. It's thing. the problem with the game is that it's going stale because it's the exact same strategies and the exact same rotations that have to be made. There's not much skill expression in it anymore. It's not like it's, it's not like any other MOBA where you can play in any number of styles. You have to rotate to Dreadnought. You have to be there for the team fights. You cannot split push. You just have to be there. It's you know it, it hasn't really changed anything. I think the system needs a bit of a fresh coat of paint rather than just adjusting the numbers.
0: See, like, don't you think Halloween would have been a perfect time to test the waters with new buses? I, I think agree. It would have been It would have been the perfect time because it wouldn't have... Even if people hated it, it wouldn't have lasted forever. They would have just turned it back to the old system. But this would have been a perfect chance to go, right, okay, so let's try out a new mob bus that gives... Like, let's take out Zapdos. Let's put in Giratina, for example. Right, that gives different uh, buffs and different nerves. It's not an Insta, for example. It's a ghost flame that makes you... Do seven times more damage or something stupid, right? Maybe not, but the yeah. point is that could be testing the waters. That could be seeing people go, "Oh, okay, there's a new thing to up those. Okay, this is really cool. This is a new strategy. We can try new things now." You know, maybe the aim is get a uh, get Rotom before, so you get more attack, so you can quickly. Tell, I don't know. And I'm just, just saying, like- just
2: to emphasise that point a bit more. That's exactly what League of Legends are doing with their next patch. They have added two new dragons into the game that give different effects when defeated and change the map and change... Basically, one of them is if you defeat this dragon and you get the dragon soul from it, if you die, you turn into a zombie version of yourself and you can run at the opponent and still attack them for a set period of time as your health depletes. So that is ridiculous for team fights so they're trying out new things and they're trying to freshen the game up league of legends are whereas pokemon unite have just adjusted the numbers and it does still feel like as as dave said earlier um you know that they are still trying to find their footing they're still trying to get their feet off the ground but they need to do better they just it's not a competition at this point they have to do better otherwise they will die
0: my fingers you fucking pokemon don't tell me you've not got the resources. Your name's the biggest franchise in the fucking world. Mm-hmm. Sort it out. That's my opinion. But um, anything else on now, or shall we go on to uh, our final segment?
2: I'm all good to move on to our final segment. <laughs> I need to get off the Unite talk. <laughs> <laughs>
0: all right, we are back with our final segment. One, Z, you know what to do. Three, two, one. Oh! Aww. That's... Um... That's my uh, Pokemon Master Holly Moan jokes. Uh, no, that's not, that's. that's <laughs> oh, no, I'm joking. I'm joking. Listen, oh, I love all. Smoke? I love the PokeTubers. I actually like Holly's content. To be fair, she's quite cool. But anyway, so this is the end of the podcast where we do two trivia rounds. So the last time we did this, um, onesie would have uh, well. You would have heard me ask onesie and monk some ridiculously hard questions. I won't be doing that this week. I'm going to leave the mastermind back to onesie. I will switch, I will be switching back to Pokemon of the week. So, uh, yes, but ones, I'll let you take the stage. Fantastic.
2: Well, as you all know, it's that time of the episode again where we switch over to the ultimate Pokemon mastermind. So, yeah, oh looking forward goodness. to this one, especially considering we have uh, someone who I consider to be a fountain of Pokemon knowledge with us this week. Oh, don't uh, big me up like that. <laughs> I'm going to have <laughs> to. So, basically, uh, for those of you who have never seen uh, Pokemon Ultimate Mastermind, this is a segment where it's basically a trivia game show where I will ask each of our guests eight questions, and they will be squaring off against each other. <laughs> Whoever gets the most amount of these questions correct will be the pokemon ultimate mastermind and whoever doesn't get it right has to i don't know jump in front of a bus or something i don't know but yeah uh are we ready to get into it Uh, sure yeah Uh uh-huh fantastic so you will have eight questions each we're going to be starting today uh off we're going to alternate it so it'll be one question to dave then one question to gaz and just keep going back and forth until all eight have been answered So, Dave, since you are our guest, you will have the first question. Are you ready? Sure. So, (laughs) let's get this started. So, the first question for you, my friend, is Uh uh, what I would consider to be quite an interesting one. Um, Which Pokemon has the most amount of immunities?
1: Oh. Pokemon with the most immunities? Um, It's the Magnemite line, Mm -hmm. isn't it?
2: Unfortunately, the answer is Shedinja.
1: Oh, that is an absolute trick question! You and we will
2: be st- <laughs> we will start as we mean to go on. So, unfortunately, that one was how dare you? <laughs> Deary me! So, Gaz, are you ready for your first question?
0: After hearing that fucking dodgy one, I don't know, mate. Oh, fucking! <laughs> Screw! I promise ahead. you, I'm I'm not in on this, mate. I promise you. Even though I think that's fucked.
2: I'm getting, I'm cl- claiming half a point for that. <laughs> you, 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 will claim nothing, <laughs>
0: mate. Last last week, I had to prove him wrong on one of his own questions. <laughs> <laughs> <I don't> no, <know. laughs> nah, all right. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Fantastic.
2: So, the move Octolock is currently only learned by which Pokemon?
0: <laughs> Octolock. I want to say Octillery.
2: For Good guess, but unfortunately the answer is grap-locked. So oh, f- right idea, not not quite correct though. So unfortunately, after the first round of questions, both of you have answered eh, eh, incorrectly. So you both it's suck. <laughs> <laughs> so, <Bye>. eh, eh, <laughs> <laughs> so Dave, your second mm. question. In which generation was the Pokemon Bidoof temporarily banned from the overused tiering system of the Smogon tiers? I'm sorry, can you repeat
1: that please? Sorry, I have said
2: that very strange. In which generation was the Pokemon Bidoof temporarily banned from the overused tier of the Smogon tiering system?
1: In which generation was Bidoof... Banned Mm -hmm. from OU? I will have to push you for an answer. Um, I'm going to say Generation 5, because that's when the hidden... Is this to do with Moody? It is indeed to
2: do with Moody, and you have absolutely got that one 100% correct. In Generation 5, the ability Moody was introduced, which at the time of its release was not really seen as like a massive thing but upon testing it up, in, up like within the tier people started to use moody in ou and bidoof was one of the offenders and it just became ridiculous uh, even in ubers <laughs> yeah even in ubers bidoof was Seen as ridiculously powerful with Moody until it was huh. seen as too overpowering. So, so that, that when motherfuckers
0: tell me,
1: "Wise Badoof
0: the mascot of this podcast," don't fucking tell me that it's not a
1: powerful podcast. <laughs> I, I love. I love how Bidoof got banned with Moody when the previously mentioned Octillery is sitting right there going, but I've got amazing moves. I've got Moody as well. Why am I not banned? Everyone's like, shut up. No one cares about it.
2: <laughs> the great thing about it is that people were using full Moody teams with like B-Barrel, Bidoof, Octillery, Remoraid, every Moody Pokemon available, like Glalie. They were all used on one team and it was ridiculous. So they banned it. <laughs> Magnificent. Mm. So Gaz, onto your second question. In the TCG, what is the name of the recently announced class of cards that will debut in the upcoming Starbirth OCG set?
0: Oh, I, don't, I don't fucking know, mate. Celebrations is the only reason. See, I don't I don't look up the new TCG because I ain't got the money to fucking buy them. I'm going to say my mum's a crackhead.
2: Uh, well, you would be wrong.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the answer is <laughs> probably Star. So, i am got uh, to say, that's my favourite set to be released so far.
2: your mom's a crackhead i'm gonna play your mom's a crackhead turbo
0: (laughs) you got rainbow crackhead in the rainbow set yeah yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
2: okay moving swiftly on to dave's second question which pokemon is what third sorry yes ignore me which pokemon is famous for its pokedex entries which claim that in the past people used to carry its droppings around as a portable
1: heat source
2: um uh, I am going to have to push you for an answer uh, Heatmall? Unfortunately the answer is Darumaka Dar- Dar- uh, I know it's pretty grim It's pretty naff So Gaz uh, On to your third question okay. Excluding Smeargle The move Draco Meteor can only be learnt By two non-dragon type Pokemon Name one of them Lucario? Lucario cannot learn Draco Meteor, yeah. unfortunately. The two that can, that are not Dragon-type, are Jirachi and Silvally. Silvalli can learn it while being a Dragon-type, but can have its type changed, but still keep the move. Yeah. <sighs> yes. And moving swiftly on, Dave, your fourth question. What is the name of Ultra Necrozma's exclusive
1: Z-move? Oh, blimey. Um, is that your answer? No, no, it's some, <laughs> It's uh, light something.
2: I'm going to have to push you for an answer. Light that burns the sky. Correct. Light that burns the sky is indeed Ultra
1: Necrosma's exclusive Z move. Thank you for giving me questions about like the competitive aspect and not the TCG that I know nothing. Oh, no, about.
2: yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> it's honestly completely random. I did these in two sets, and I just randomly picked one.
1: That <laughs> works. <laughs> like
2: it's, I, I, I get how it looks, but it's gonna change. <laughs> so, Gaz, I put a t-
0: five on the next one being the TCGs what question. <laughs> oh, uh, go. Right, go on.
2: You're gonna, you've looked out with this one. Which species of Pokemon did Ash catch
0: and famously catch thirty of in one episode? Tauros.
2: Absolutely correct. Yeah. He did indeed catch 30 Tauros because they kept getting in the way of his balls as he tried to catch the stuff.
0: Tauros kept
1: getting in the way of his balls. <laughs> yes,
0: mate.
1: <laughs> sorry, sorry. Go Classic Taurus <laughs> maneuver.
2: Okay, so Dave, your fifth question Which species, oh, sorry, which HP training move is the only one that can target multiple Pokemon at once?
1: Wait. Sorry, which what type of move?
2: Which HP draining move is the only one that can target multiple Pokemon at once.
1: Um parabolic charge. Correct.
2: Parabolic Charge, which is learned by only three Pokemon. Heliolisk, Helioptile, and Adene.
0: I did not even know that was a fucking move, might I'll be honest.
2: <laughs> Neither did I until I have I used. That uh, sounds like that sounds
0: draft. like the word I say when I come. Parabolic surge. Look, like that oh, Jesus off.
2: Christ. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, my okay. god, that would be terrifying. That'd
2: be very terrifying. God. Speaking of that, I actually had a friend, um, Gaz, you know, Mike, um, who told us a story <laughs> about. How one day he was he was with his girlfriend and he just decided to piss her off one day when they're having sex that he's he was going to make a weird noise so they're, they're doing it and at the end he just goes, oh. just like that.
0: Oh, have you ever done just just what what while we quickly say this? Have you ever done the uh, Pikachu sex position? No. What? It's where you're doing your missus or, you know, you could be doing your boyfriend, whatever, right? And then as you're about to come, you grab a taser, pull it in them and
1: go, oh! and Jesus Christ. <laughs> what is this I, I, am, I am never sleeping with you again.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving swiftly on. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, so, Gaz, on to your yes. first question. Professor Kukui is married to Professor Burnett, but Professor Burnett actually initially appeared in which Generation 5 Pokemon title?
0: Uh Generation 5? Jesus Christ, isn't it? I want to say, I think game, or which anime title? Sorry, could you elaborate on that question? It is a game. uh, Oh, I want to say Black 2, White 2.
2: Unfortunately not. The answer is Pokemon Dream Radar.
0: Is that a game though?
2: Yeah, technically it's a game. It is a game. I had it. It's uh, very much a game. There is game-like mechanics. It's not like a Pokemon Home Box situation where you just use it as a utility. It is actually a game where you have to complete bosses in order to unlock the uh, Therian forms for the Genies. I wish I wasn't.
1: Uh...
2: But... <laughs> God's sake. Okay, so uh, on to Dave's sixth question. The unreleased form of Floette, known as Floette Eternal, has its own signature move. What is this move called?
1: Uh, Floette Eternal's move is Light of Ruin. It is indeed. Light of Ruin is Floette Eternal's move. Which has
2: never been released to
1: this day. No. But there's, there's an Easter egg for Floette Eternal, isn't there? I think so. In, um, in Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire.
2: Yes, with the Project Azoth stuff.
1: Yeah, it's its flower is in uh Sutopolis City. Yes, it is, and it's very strange
2: because that would have been the perfect way to give it away. I found this Floette. it ran away yeah. from
1: someone. Uh, pick
2: it up now, but yeah, uh, the unreleased form has never been given away, but it does have its own signature move and stats. It's essentially a new Pokemon, mm. so uh, that's and pretty it's cool. It's really good, and it's really good, yes. So Gaz, onto your sixth question. Which move has appeared the most amount of times in the Pokemon VGC, the video game tournament?
0: I want to say Stealth Rock.
2: I like your thought process. And if this was Smoke on Tears, you might have had a, the correct answer. But unfortunately, uh, with, this is the I- doubles. I- this is
0: the door oh, okay. door. I know. I'm, I know I've already said my answer. So I'll let you have count. another one. I'll let you have no, no. another one. Go I, on. I don't want to ta- I'm, I'm going to take the L regardless, but I want to say trick room.
2: Ah, the answer wouldn't have been protect. trickery. It would have been protect, yes. Oh, the answer would have been protect.
0: Be
2: so, moving on to your seventh question, Dave. This does mean that Dave has one for this week, but we've got four more questions. Oh. So, uh, let's get through GG's,
0: then. Dave, mate. GG indeed.
2: <laughs> Which games are currently the only games to have built-in difficulty settings?
0: Is everyone okay? X
1: and Y?
2: No, the answer is Black 2 and White 2, I'm afraid. (sighs) But you did have to unlock them after beating the game. Yes! Oh, I remember now. So guys, which is the only Ice-type Pokemon that has a regional form?
0: The only ice type Pokemon that has a regional form. Uh, I mean, I think it's see, but are you, uh, okay. Does the I know the, is the original a different time? Are you saying the regional form is an ice type?
2: No, I'm saying which ice type Pokemon is the only one that has a regional form. So I'm gonna Mr Mime would okay. not count because Mr Mime is a psychic type, psychic fairy rather than
0: an ice type. Okay, I'm gonna say. Um, uh fuck! I'm gonna say Volpix, not not Volpix, Nine tails Technically, is
2: that, yeah. Volpix is a fire type. So,
0: but you works. said regional form. It's got a regional form, which Volpix,
2: is which is a fire type. Has a regional form, and the regional form is the ice type. Which... Oh no,
0: but that no, that's just the way. You, sorry, that is the way. That's the question. Um, that's how I'm hearing it. I'm thinking, oh okay, well you've got a lower. Low, right, low. I'll low, I'll, low I'll let Volpix. you have another
1: one because okay, I, do, I do okay okay that, yeah.
0: Okay, um, probably going to get it fucking wrong anyway, to be fair. Uh, you know what? I am going to say pass. I genuinely don't know if it's not that anyway, so fuck it. I'll just take I'll pass, fuck it.
2: The answer is Articuno.
0: Oh, of course, yeah. Okay. The
2: only base ice type that has a regional form. It's a bit of a an annoying one, that is. So I do, I do appreciate that the wording is a bit crap. I tried to make it as clear as possible, but I do get that it's a bit of a shit one, that. All piece of trivia, though, so I thought I'd include it. So, That's cool. Dave, which Pokemon is the only Pokemon to have been created by Takeshi Shudo?
1: What? Do you...
0: you know, 6ix9ine, the rapper. <laughs> Fuck off. No, sure I know who
1: Takeshi Shudo is.
2: So Takeshi Shudo is an artist along the same lines as Ken Sugimori. Ah, uh, okay. But he's um, only created one Pokemon to date. And which one is it? I
1: wonder if you'd include this for
2: me. Um. Paraset. I wish I (laughs) I could have been able to give that, but no. (laughs) The answer to that one is Lugia. It was created for the movie uh, and it was designed to be a female legendary and it wasn't even going to originally be the mascot of Pokemon Silver. That was going to be to an unnamed lion Pokemon that had been discovered Mm. in the code. Um, But they decided to change it because (coughs) of the success of the movie and Takeshi Shudo was very unhappy with this decision and has never worked on anything Pokemon-wise until he unfortunately
0: passed a few years ago.
1: Oh, really?
0: Wait, he was unhappy with what Lugia being used?
2: Yeah, really unhappy with the way that they portrayed it and changed it around uh, and stuck ah. it in the game without his permission. So he just said, fuck it, I don't want to work with you ever again. Not a fucking... Very fair.
0: Mm.
2: And Gaz, your final question. Which of Ash Ketchum's Pokemon has been... Uh, which of Ash Ketchum's Pokemon has used the least amount of different moves?
0: Oh, fucking hell. You've got like a thousand Pokemon episodes. How the fuck am I supposed to know this? That's
2: why it's trivia. It's not supposed to be is, easy, my
0: dude. I, I'm not actually... I don't care. I know this. Uh, you know what? If Dave gets it, he gets an extra two points. Dave, I'm throwing it to you. I'm allowing it this time. <laughs> if, Dave, if Dave gets this, give him two extra points. All
2: right. Is it, is it Mark? Nope. The answer is Lapras.
0: Like, uh, like we was going to... Nah, fuck off. Oh, I'm <laughs> I don't care. I actually don't
2: Oh, he's salty. He's very salty.
0: Oh. <laughs> Annoyed. <laughs> well, oh, that's, that's
2: me, done. I've managed to annoy him. I can retire happily now.
0: <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ.
2: Achievement unlocked. Yep, achievement unlocked. I have pissed off my co-host. So, yeah, congratulations Dave. You are the winner for this week.
1: Yay! Score I'd of... like to thank the Academy and
2: my family. Well, the Academy doesn't recognise you anymore, I'm afraid, after the incident, but they do recognise it. You got four out of eight correct. So I was not cleared
1: for that incident and I'm allowed to visit um South America again.
2: Yeah, but only on Wednesdays. Yeah. Brilliant. Well, <laughs> that has been your ultimate Pokemon Mastermind. Bit of a crazy chaotic one this week again, as usual. Uh, but, yeah, it's been fun. And thank you very much for playing, you two. Commiss Gaz. Congratulations, Dave. And that will be it. We'll be back next week for another instalment, if Gaz hasn't kicked me off the podcast for it.
0: <laughs> well, onesie, thank you for your uh, version of Pokemon Mastermind Grain. Um, right, we're going to be... We're gonna be moving onwards with uh Pokemon of the Week. So Dave, quick explanation of how this works. Uh-huh. You and one Wanz- you and Wanz- you have a balance of fifteen points. For an information on Pokemon, it will cost you points. So for example, um the Pokedex description, the Pokedex name of the Pokemon, so you know, like the sleeping Pokemon or the mm. you know, whatever that will cost you points. The base stats will cost you points, abilities will cost you points. Um, yeah all the information will cost you information and you will go back to back until one of you <laughs> guesses it. But to guess the Pokemon, it will also cost you points. So yeah. you've got to be a little bit strategic with your guessing and your information. Um, yeah. So are you both Uh, Yeah.
1: Are we, are we both going after the same Pokemon? We yes. It, okay, yeah, it's cool.
0: one Pokemon. Yeah, it's one Pokemon. Okay. So one's it. You will be going first on this one because I've mm-hmm. wrote the names out anyway. So the information you've got is the Pokedex name for the Pokemon. It's Japanese name. Um, it's Dex number. It's type. Um, each ability will now cost points as well as the hidden ability, the EV yield, the Pokedex description, and the base stats. That, that's the information you have. What would you like? I mean, if you wanna if you want to randomly throw a point away and take a guess, by all means go for it. <laughs> I'm not gonna take a random
2: no scope. <laughs>
0: no scope unknown, bang. What um, right, I'm gonna have
2: a no scope guess. Uh one point. No, I'm not gonna do that. That would just be me. And if I did manage to randomly get it, that would just be like crazy. Um if
0: you if you manage to get it, I don't care. Dave would have to take the L. That would be yeah, fantastic. Yeah. All right, is, is it
2: Parasect?
0: Surprisingly, it's not Parasex. So that, that, <laughs> that takes you down to 14 points. <laughs> okay. Is there,
1: is there a different cost value to each bit of information we go for? Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay. And it is fucking expensive. I have been a cunt on this one, boys. I apologize.
2: That's
0: what we so, want. Dave, you you tell me a piece of information, you want, and I'll first tell you the cost. If you're not happy with that, you could pick another piece of information. So, right. Dave, What's what would the, you
1: like? The, how much is the Pokedex type? Thing
0: cost, Pokédex type. Uh, do you mean um, it's like a uh, like oh, like the type of the Pokemon itself? Yeah,
1: that no, costs. A, no, as, as as in like like you said, like the sleeping Pokemon or whatever.
0: Yeah, um, that that will cost three po uh, three points.
1: <laughs> I I will I will take that hit. Okay.
0: I mean, if you manage to get this now, then fuck it is what it is, right? But um, I believe. Oh, actually, sorry, no, that's f- no, that's five points. I was looking at the complete wrong one. That's five points. Oh boy.
2: That's a lot of points.
0: Oh, do you know what? Actually, no, Dave, sorry. I didn't write that because it gave away the Pokemon. If I if I, yeah, that's right. I didn't have it. Sorry, that no, was for the Japanese see. man. Yeah, okay. it, it, that would give away the Pokemon if I if I said that. So we don't have that. Apologies. Okay. I, that's, that's it. Fair. That's I very wrote fair. it. I wrote it, but if I were to say that, you've got it instantly. so, okay. uh, so what, are the, um, what are the
1: other options?
0: That I can uh, de- uh, Dex number, you've got its Japanese name. It's typing, um, abilities, hidden abilities, EV, yield, Pokedex description, and base stats. Ooh,
1: um, and what's the cheapest? Cheapest would be...
0: Um, it would be its normal abilities or its Japanese name.
1: Uh, let's go with its normal abilities.
0: So you can only have one, okay? One of the okay. two. And that costs? Okay. Uh, three
1: points each. Three points
0: each. Uh, and the 20.
1: hidden abilities
0: presumably cost more. Hidden ability, six points, yes.
1: Let's just have a regular ability.
0: Okay, so that will take you down to 12 points. Uh-huh. A regular ability is Insomnia.
1: Okay. Ooh.
0: So would you like to take a guess for a point or pass it over to Wanzu?
1: I think uh, I will pass it over for now. Okay.
0: Okay. All right, one, two.
2: Okay. Could I have... So, I, I've in the past, I've got it off of the Japanese name alone. Yep. But I don't know if I've got enough information to go off that again. So so it's it's regular ability is insomnia
0: it's got another ability and a hidden ability
2: okay can i have its hidden ability please
0: that will cost six points
1: oh that's
2: expensive yeah go on all right let's let's do it
0: yeah that'll take you to eight points yeah
2: yep i'm happy with that
0: okay (laughs) okay okay so it's hidden ability is inner focus
2: Inner focus? Wait. Oh, I think I might know. Okay. All right. We'll uh, we'll pass it along.
0: You sure you don't want to take a guess if you know it?
2: I don't think. Oh, I don't know. No, I'll 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 pass it along for now because I might be completely wrong.
0: Okay, Shroom. Any other information you would like, mate? Now, to warn you. I will give you the prices of the thing, so you know what you're working with. Yeah. For the dex number, it is five. For the Japanese name, it is three. For the type, it is ten. For the EV yield, it is four. For the Pokedex description, it is ten. For the base stats, it is um, four. So, if by any means, if you want me to repeat them, that's fine. Oh no,
1: I know exactly what I'm, what I'm going for here. Um, I think, and I can take a guess afterwards. Yes.
0: Yes, but the guess will also cost one point.
1: That's uh, fair. Um, the reason get... why
0: the type, sorry, the reason why the typing on the Pokedex is so expensive is because they are crucial pieces of information which will give a pretty big guess to what it is. I'm, I'm what... pretty sure I can yeah. get this. Okay.
1: Okay. Because I know there aren't many Pokemon with Insomnia, and I think. You said the other one was Inner Focus? Yes. Yeah, okay. Give me the EV yield.
0: The E. okay. It's going to cost you four points, taking you, taking you down to eight, which means you would not be able to guess its typing or its Pokedex description. That's you still fine. I
1: think I know its typing already.
0: Oh, dear. Oh, dear. I'll take, I'll take
1: the EV yield.
0: Its EV yield is two special defense... Okay, I'd like to guess. Okay, I think you've got it. It will cost you one point, okay? That's fair. I think I've what got
1: it as you, well. What
0: would you like to guess?
1: I think it's Hypno.
0: So is that your final guess, Hypno, yeah? Yeah. Incorrect. Sure. I'm only joking. I'm only oh, joking. Oh, yeah. He is right. He is How right. The you. Pokemon of the week is indeed Hypno. Well done, Shroom. You, you it's men- said that, many- you said
1: that and I was you said that and I was like, wait, is this one of the ones where like the final evolution gets three and it's drowsy that has two?
0: Nah no, nah, no. Nah, you got it <laughs> right. You smashed it, you smashed it. So um fortunate ones, mate, you know, but fair play to Shroom. Um you, to be honest, out of like 26 episodes, hardly anyone ever dethrones on it. So um it's actually refreshing to see someone manage to beat you. <laughs> That's two the only in a row now. The in- only people that have beat him are what people that he have actually gave the win to onesie's uh, guessed it but he's just he just felt being humble and just give him the win anyway so uh because I mean,
1: insomnia is not very common as an ability Yeah. Um, and as, as soon as as soon as once as soon as i was like oh i'll get can i get the hidden ability i was just sitting there going please say prankster please say prankster <laughs> yeah please say prankster because then it would have been murkrow and that's my favorite pokemon <laughs> 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 yeah
2: <laughs> i was thinking that i was like i after i got the second ability i knew it was between two different pokemon it was between either noctowl or hypno because they are the only ones that have that combination of abilities mm. so when when he said the ev orders, i was like oh god noctowl doesn't give special defense
0: <laughs> but uh pokemon of the week quickly to go to it is hypno um, the hypnosis Pokemon. That's obviously why I didn't give you the hypnosis Pokemon because it would have been obvious. Yeah, a um, bit. <laughs> Yeah, number nine, number ninety-seven in the decks, otherwise known as the hypnosis Pokemon. It's also known as the pedophile Pokemon. Oh, God's sake! <laughs>
1: gonna say it's ironic given who we started talking about. At the
2: beginning. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> it's
0: so come full circle now. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Right, it's um Japanese name is Sleeper. Um, which is a funny name. It's type is obviously psychic. Um, It's insomnia as its abilities and forewarn is its other ability. Hidden ability in a focus. EV yield two special defense. Pokedex. It carries a pendulum type device. There was once an incident in which it took a child away after placing them in a trance. Um, that would have costed you ten points, and let's face it, as all memes aside, the whole Pokemon community know what Hypno is known for. So I think that would have gave it away too. Yeah. Um, and the base stats, which is quite an interesting number actually, and I don't think I've probably this is a bit expensive, and I don't think either of you would have got it off this. But the base stats is four hundred and eighty three, which is quite a random number. Hmm. So um, interesting. Um, we've we've had some difficult Pokemon a week. I think the hardest one we've had so far is uh. Um, oh, the fucking I'm trying to think of what it's called. Ones, what's the one in the? Sh- it, it's uh got multiple forms. It's in uh oh, mine Gem Ill. Seven. Mineal, yeah, my yeah, or mi- yeah, That was a hard one that I did. That was probably the best one I've done today. But mm-hmm. yeah, man, though. Um, unfortunately, does get a bit of rough slack. Um, really good Pokemon in Pokemon Go though for PvP. Really, really used oh, in that it- game. Oh yeah, um, I play Pokemon PvP a lot. I'm uh climbing to master rank right now. I'm getting up there, but nice. uh. Yeah, man. So, I'm doing some of that content. But that was your Pokemon of the Week. Um, Shrooms twatted it, destroyed the Mastermind and destroyed <laughs> Yeah, Pokemon of the Week. Although, I think in all fairness, the Onesie Ones was like one guess away from the Hitner. I think won. Onesie would have yeah, yeah. had it. Uh, but luckily, um, I mean, onesie you probably should have took a Snipe guess, to be honest. Uh, probably should have, yeah. But um, that's been the episode. Obviously we appreciate you coming on true man thank you for bearing with us for the technical difficulties this has been a fun episode actually it's been really fun having you on so i want to thank you first of oh, all no, for coming on no problem
1: thanks for having me it's been an absolute
0: blast that's awesome man hopefully one one day we can have you back on when we talk some shit when we 30 or 40 Would or some of <laughs> it.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> no nah, but all jokes aside man you're always welcome to come back on um just hit up onesie whenever but uh yeah man that's been the episode. Any of you to want to throw anything in before we uh, wrap this one up? I just want
2: to say, Michelle Visage, I'm sorry for this
0: podcast. And I love you. <laughs> I mean, Michelle, I'd probably have a crush on you to be honest. If my missus wouldn't beat me up, so um, <laughs> take that as you will. Now, for real though, if you like RuPaul's Drag Race, that's absolutely amazing. But I might, I might do my own version, just Flabbadashi's Drag Race, where me ones uh, just dress up. And then we get Judge room and other people who've appeared on the podcast. Oh, perfect.
2: Hell yeah.
0: No. <laughs> the trainer lounge is a drag race. Let's go, man. All right, yo, this has been episode 26. Thank you so much for listening. We are officially, right, what is it now? Wednesday, uh, Thursday. So we are officially under a month away from BDSP which is amazing uh we'll be doing the full review on here and everything and also onesie i'm very close to having my streaming setup done I'm, uh, nice. yeah i'm getting a f- i'm getting a few of the products together i still need to get the pc but i'm gonna get finance with the pc i just need to pick the right one counting and down um, the days we'll be- my dude counting down the days We'll be good to go. But again, thank you so much for listening. We hope you've enjoyed the episode. Everything we say on this podcast is mere jokes. Don't take anything to heart. If you do, you're a twat. Um, <laughs> thank you for listening. That's us. I peace. Peace yo guys it's flubberdash i want to thank you so much for listening to this episode of the podcast i hope you enjoyed the whole episode please give us some feedback on twitter and wherever else you can find us all details of that will be below we hope you've enjoyed the podcast and please have a great day peace